riding on in there to the to the groove. Thank you very much. Yeah. Greetings. In the name of the Most High, isn't this a, uh, isn't this a thing? It's predictable that man will kill himself. It's predictable that fallen man, flawed, I think we all agree on that, no matter what spiritual tradition you're from, that man is, is uh, you know, in, in, immeasurably flawed and um, a failure. A complete, total, utter, insane failure. And I'm sorry that every once in a while in history, you know, we have to go through things, right? You had, you know, you had the wars. In recent history, of course, the Civil War and the two, the World Wars, and then Vietnam, Korea, and then the endless, I'd say, sort of Bush-era wars of, you know, the, the neocon wars of the Middle East constantly for, for like 14, 15 years, ridiculous amounts of time by some very evil people that you all... Yay! Republicans, yeah! So you see, the blood is not just on... Uh, I mean, I loathe warmongers. I don't like war. I like peace, and I like that there's been peace. And even though I only got to enjoy that for a short time, I know they're itching to get back to war, which is what they do. And um, the killing's been going well. They've got uh, probably, well, they're in the the hundreds of millions now. And, of course, it's going to increase into the billions pretty soon as the uh, the great lockdown has been so successful that uh, they don't realize that the third world, of course, you know, when you cut the supply chains off, they start. We, we know this because we are involved with... Um, John and Violet, and you guys should be too, in Pakistan, feeding, now just they're feeding people in the streets, anybody, and they're feeding them, you know, they're, and they, they, they light up when they understand about Jesus, the kids seem to get Jesus, but the adults, a little slower, people don't understand, it's not, you, you don't do something, you idiot, God, I just can't believe how stupid, I guess it's, it's, you're not stupid. You were, not you, you know, but out there, if anyone hears this, it, 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 it was educate. I don't know where, what part of it came where you didn't think anymore. Where I've been away and, um, you know, this, this podcast is ending and, uh, there's another one, uh, beginning that's, that's really a, a, di- a little bit different kind of thing because I've, done a lot of soul searching and I, I realized that I loathe there's that word a second time I loathe and I hate man's politics and I was only involved in it really you know in the past because I didn't want to see you guys go under a communist regime because I knew I knew what that would be like having 
you know, I've been a little older than you and seen, you know, what has happened to people. And I just, but now I understand that, you know, basically the next generation, they want to go into it and, um, they're screaming for it. And, you know, and obviously in Hollywood and all that, which is why the movies don't succeed anymore. <laughs> they think it's the pandemic and that you can't go to the theater. A little did they know, even if they put the movies in the theater, you wouldn't go. <laughs> not anymore. Not, not to, uh, such obvious propaganda. And you say, what's propaganda about it? It's, it's really, um, the propaganda is very well hidden. It's just, it's, it's a tone. You know, it's like the tone of um, Facebook. Facebook has a tone, and the tone, there's like a ringtone. It's like a, and the tone is like, you know, you're bad. Kill yourself. Kill yourself. Kill your friends. Kill everyone. They hate you. They hate you. You're evil. You're wrong. You're an outcast. You're alone. You're going to die of starvation. You're broke. You're shit. And that's this background noise for everyone. I've talked to, I've done, I've interviewed enough people. I realize it's the same for everybody. There's this subtle frequency going into your head that does, it is a voice to skull in a certain way. I mean, the, the frequencies are invisible, but the brain is able to um, translate them into sentences and concepts. And the main word is to kill yourself. And that, you know, and, uh, or do harm to others. In other words, they harmed you. Get even with them, you know. And, and, or the newest one is to make sure that people... Um, riot or whatever, you know, on behalf of Trump or whatever it is and, and, and fall into the hands of the, uh, you know, the, 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 the deep state and what they're doing. But, you know, it's already a lost cause. I mean, the, the, when you look around at the institutions that we have around the world and you realize that they're, they're making their best deal with the, uh, with the, you know, with the globalists and the Chinese communists and, um, and you see what happens to people. The, the, uh, I do have a series I've been watching on. I, I'm shoot. I'm not sure if it's Netflix or Amazon. It's called Thirty Coins. Best thing you're going to see. It's a Spanish series in Spanish from Spain. It's from it's a so it's a Spanish. I've seen three episodes and they come out every week. It's it's an HBO I think. But I get that. That HBO, I guess I get that on my Amazon account or whatever. And uh, that's intense, man. I'm, I'm jealous of that one. Those guys hit it out of the park, and it's kind of renewed my faith in uh, filmmaking, really. But again, I have to go to Spain to get it. I can't get it here. Well, it involves the 30 coins that Judas got and that they have power. These coins have power. And, um, you know, they're, they're, they're coveted because if you... If you can get all the 30 coins gathered, this is the kind of sort of mythology of this, of the show, then, um, you know, you can, you can eliminate Christianity. And the people behind the, the conspiracy of gathering those coins and finding them to gather them, um, are the head priests at the Vatican. <laughs> oh, man. Congratulations. Hit show. Everyone's watching it. It's completely insane. It's like, it just, it's classic. 
And uh, of course, you know, being that it's in Spain, I particularly love that because I love that, you know, it's a, kind of a countryside town it takes place in. There is one where there was like a, a kid born in a cow, a baby, a human baby. And then that baby, you know, found a mother or somebody that was like, you know, sort of like the caretaker for uh, in the omen. This isn't like an homage to the omen, you know, and she was going to be like, that's her baby. And it turned into an abomination to a demon baby, like this huge, like spider-like creature with a little baby head that was could go around gobbling people up and stuff. It's just really, really awesome. I'm, I'm, uh, and dealing with the subject, you know, good versus evil. And you know, there's a there's a guy that I love in this, the head priest. I don't I don't know his name. Uh, I don't know the names of the people in it. Uh, you know, I haven't looked at it that deeply, but. Uh, there's a guy in it that uh, plays the head priest who gives a dissertation of just some brief dialogue about evil and about and about good and about uh, the church and he's in the church obviously but the idea of evil actually ending up it can be you can justify evil as being good just like you could justify without Judas you have no Jesus you see what i mean that's why they think they can gather the coins and then eliminate Jesus and but Judas was good. You see how that comes, and they have this debate going on. I know you guys would all love that. You know what I mean? Really getting down on the nitty gritty of good versus evil. It just really feels like we're ground zero here because we're dealing with Jesus, and we're dealing with the coins. We're dealing with the, with the you know we're dealing with something that goes well beyond um, Western culture, civilization. Uh, the the mistake that I think you know woke culture makes that everything is patriarchal and everything is um you know everything is what they think it is and nothing should have been founded because everything is founded illegally and you know you know where that goes it goes it, it's like being in, it's like philosophy class got out and, and took over power and got power <laughs> stuff he used to talk about in philosophy and uh you know and the problem with that is that they miss the idea that um the real integral aspect of jesus is the integral aspect of good versus evil that every single person faces. And and the, the, the kind of root of consciousness, which is neither male nor female, neither civilizational uh, nor Western culture nor nothing, has nothing to do with any of it. It has to do with the deep mysteries, the deep mysteries that are the mystery of creation and existence. The ontological argument uh, goes on at the root because Jesus is the Alpha and Omega. People don't understand. It's not a historical thing, ultimately. There's a much deeper aspect that goes beyond. It goes to the fulcrum of light and dark and, and that, and it's, and it's strange existence together. And, um, and why things happened kind of takes on a Jobian aspect of why bad things happen to good people. And it also deals heavily with the series that I'm talking about, deals heavily with demonic possession, which is, is and, and things that happen. And I realize that most people in the United States, unfortunately, which it's, you know, a cursed country, most people, um, they don't experience the supernatural. And it's so sad because, you know, there are things that happen that are unexplainable and there's 
things like, you know, that are coming in, like, you know, um, you know, are they angels, demons, UFOs, aliens? What, what exactly are they? And all of this is something people should be interacting with every day, all day. And they're not. They're dry. They're, 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 they're not experiencing. Their dreams are not indicating anything to them. They're not living in the supernatural world, even though they say they follow Jesus. They're not having a Jesus experience. They are rather having a dead church experience. The church is dead. I mean, the, the quote, what they call the church is dead. It's death. And um, the, the kinds of experiences people have are only experiences that they allow you to have. They paint you in a fence. This is a prison. We live in prison. And the gates are right out there. But they guard those gates and they're not going to let you out to see anything out there. Hence, you have the whole, uh, all the people that wound up dead and suicided that were doing uh, UFO research, trying to find out what that's about. Why do they want to guard that so much? Why are there certain secrets in the church that the Vatican has that they want to guard so much that they would kill you if you got onto it? Why is there such a dramatic and um, energized, uh, excited, you know, almost fervency about spiritual warfare right now? Why is there such a um, what, there's there's such a need to get beyond that veil now? Why is there no one doing that? What are they doing when they're distracting you with this foolishness of Washington D.C. or you know whatever power structure it is in this Babylon? You know this Babylon. Uh, I don't even want, I don't even know how to describe it. It's just it's it's it's. It just feels to me like when you walk on American soil, you walk on death. It feels like death. It feels like the soil around D.C. is death. It's, 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 it's death. It's, it's like the people that get vaccinated, that the old, when the old people seem to be, not everybody can take it. And some of these old people are getting these, really, the gene-modifying shots. And they're just going to sleep and then dying. They just stop breathing. And I'm sorry you have to see that. You know, they're trying to hide it from you and make it more like a hidden eugenics that maybe you won't pay attention to. But a lot of you are watching that, and um, that's hard on your spirit. That's, that's really hard to take when people are slowly dying. I mean, being murdered. It's hard to take. It's hard to take when you do the research about, uh, you know, genetic uh, warfare and uh, you understand that, that the, the shots are not vaccines. They're, they're, um, they, they are there to manipulate, uh, you know, the cells, the genes in the, in the cells to make the body produce a protein to create antibodies. They've, they've used this uh, technology in the cancer space. Because the problem with a lot of people die of cancer because they don't have the adequate immune response because it produces an immune response. Which can kill you. But in the cancer space, you're talking about people that have, you know, a week to live. 
people that write at the very end. Um, I don't know why it's so dark, but what I do know is this. No, well, I guess I do know why. <laughs> but what I do know is this. Yeah, no, you can't carry on like this. This uh, mystery Babylon here has carried on. I'm pretty well, you know, convinced this is a. It's it's the, you know, it's it's beyond even a joke. It's beyond laughter. It's really sad in a way because. He had so many people that were innocent, you know, that were tainted by the propaganda. And I said, when did they get indoctrinated? And it was like, well, when they were kids. And, um, you know, and the other sad thing is that the people that are, you know, in the position of, you know, running around and demonstrating and, you know, one side or the other in the fight, commie versus uh, patriot, et cetera, et cetera, all of that's a ruse. And it's not, it's, it's the, yeah, they're hoping to get you ensnared in that because then that will stop you from the obvious spiritual journey that's being, that's being calling, that's calling out to you. You know, that's like a hand from an angel. Yes, there are angels. Just because you don't see one doesn't mean they're not there. There's a hand from an angel pulling you out of this dimension. All you have to do is take his hand, you know, take it and go. And don't come back. Do not come back here. I wish it could be a physical exit where you could really go and not come back. And for those of you thinking about having children, please don't. Please do not have children. If you have children, God will protect you. You know what I mean? You give that to the Lord. You give that beautiful child to the Lord. But otherwise, if there's a way to avoid it, please avoid it. Because these are the times of Matthew 24 and 25. I mean, these are those times. Please avoid it. There is no purpose in, 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 in my, this is my opinion. I mean, other people have other opinions. If there's a child that has to be born, he's going to be born. It's of the Lord. I understand that. It's destiny. But if it's not in that category, if it's just like an either or thing, you may want to wait for, you know, for, for calmer waters or for, for some kind of confirmation because it's a hell of a thing to put, a, you know, a child through, especially if the, you know, the, uh, the death rates, you know, continue up. And um, But I still managed to watch a, a series on TV I really enjoyed. It's just that there's a... I have to now share it with my little friend over here, my, you know, my demonic friend. It's like, you know, yes, I'm aware you're there and you're coming for me. It's all going to be bad and all that. But let me take a few minutes to see some superlative series that I really like. Oh, it's been a long time. And boy, that's a pleasure. It's it's too bad I can't relax and just enjoy it, you know, and, and maybe talk to people about it and have a cup of coffee and enjoy like we used to. And, um, and it's, you know, and I'm, I'm also convinced that most people don't understand what's happening. I mean, most people don't, most people don't understand that there was an operation paperclip. Most people don't understand that there are, that there are tunnels underneath a lot of the earth and, 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 uh, um, 
and travel, uh, you know, and, and Magneto lever train travel and things like that. Most people don't understand there's other, <laughs> you, you call them demons, whatever you want, but they're living underground. They're not exactly from outer space. They're from, they're underground. And, you know, these beings or whatever, um, you know, they have these uh, obviously advanced capabilities and, what, and whatnot, but I mean, there's all kinds of different, there's diversity among the different forms. Now, if they're all chimeras, that, that'd be great. Let's find that out. But I can't find it out if nobody, if we just sit here doing nothing. The only way I can find out if they're chimeras or they're, you know, whatever the, what's behind the form, some answers, is I'm going to have to dig into it a little bit and be, at least be open to a discussion about it without going, oh, it's all demonic, never mind. Who, who would say that to an inquisitive child? Oh, it's all this, never mind. An abusive parent would act like that. Tell someone to stop the inquiry, never mind, it's all bad. Trust me on that. Well, for some of us, that's just not good enough. Sorry. I'm going to think about what I want to think about. I'm going to think about what I, what I need to think about. And right now, it's the, my thoughts are going toward the reason for existence. What is the reason for an existence like this, for example? Is there a reason? Is there some reason that I'm... Is there something that I'm not understanding? Is there a reason we were born in prison? If so, I take responsibility. I say, Lord, I absolutely, I can't remember what I did wrong. I must have done something wrong, and I accept my punishment. That would be, you know, that would be fair, because all humans on earth are being punished for being human. So we, we, we could assume that perhaps this is some level of hell or some kind of punishment with a prison sentence, with a with a gate around the perimeter so that we can't escape that has to do with uh, but but the, but it ends up having to do with our very souls it ends up it ends up being one question will you give up your soul for you know, pass through the world or will you die with your soul intact because we don't want you here so everybody seems to be funneling into this, right? We're being funneled into that question. We're being funneled, and, you know, it was, part of it was with the mask, you know, his little trial run, right? Part of it was, you know, stay locked down, another trial run. But really what it's coming down to is, are you going to go with them, or are you going to, you know, keep on as a soul, as a, as a, as a sovereign soul? Or what are you, you know, really coming down to that question? <laughs> because when you join the collective... As you know, when you get something like a shiny sports car or, you know, a diamond ring or something, it's not you who's wearing it. It's not you who's driving the car. It's not you taking the bow for your Academy Award. It's not you anymore. It's like if I could just clone myself or, you know die and put my consciousness into that robot, I could live on as a beautiful young thing. But it's no longer you. That that barrier, there's a barrier there, right? 
oh, they've been trying to do this for thousands and thousands of years. What they'll do is they'll take a, they'll take a, uh, um, you know, they'll sacrifice a baby, and you know, in the effort to get the consciousness of one who has passed, you know, into another child, or they'll sacrifice, you know, they'll do something to bring the power up, and then put that uh, spirit, if you will of the last guy that say their leader into a new baby and push out the existing soul through the sacrifice and trauma uh, with the ability to raise that, uh, to raise that child then as the new leader. And then, you know, they, then you, you know, you see the adults bowing down and you know, it's very much like Damien in the omen, but it goes on more often than you think. And, you know, there's someone missed from the past and they put them together and they have seances and things to, and rituals that, that, that are, that are archaic, that go back to the dawn of time that they've been doing to bring those souls back. Cause they're aware, even you say, well, these are the wicked people. Well, whether they're wicked or good, whatever they are, this is what they do. Are they, um, accurate? Does it bring the person back? Well, most of them would tell you they, it seems like the personality of the person. But not necessarily this. And then in the modern time, we have Rosemary's Baby. So we go to the Rosemary's Baby aspect, which is to to bring, um, you know, Satan into the flesh, or the Omen aspect to bring, you know, Satan into the flesh to the Antichrist. And it's a very, you know, it's a very simple premise. I mean, you know, it's the the kid is born, and it's the it's prophesied to be born, and you know, anyone who opposes the kid, you know, ends up getting mysteriously killed. And, um, you know, and then the kid grows up knowing that he is the Antichrist, that he will inherit the world for a short time. He will, he will occupy the Holy of Holies and thus bring the abomination of desolation, which is signaling for the end of time. Because, you know, when you put an abomination in, in the Holy of Holies, what happens? Destruction. What happens when you take a battery? You take a long screwdriver, a big shaft of metal there, and you connect. I don't, don't do this, by the way, please. And you connect the one end to the, the hot and the, the plus and the minus. You connect them together with that screwdriver. What happens? The battery blows up. The car, the car will burn down. You know, the car will, will burn. It blows up, right? There are people that have good hand warmers, and they wanted more warmth. So they put the two uh, things together. And, um, or no, no, this was in a, um, what was this? This was a Polaroid thing. They used to use Polaroids on the set of movies. And they would use the pack of pictures. There'd be like some kind of battery thing in there. And they put those together, the plus and the minus, to create a hand warmer for a cold, if it was cold out while, while the shoot was going on. Yeah, I know. I, I, that was a lot of memory from a long time ago. I, it's amazing. But uh, in, I've really put a lot of work into the, the, you know, the deep thought and what, I, what I've, you know, and I'm really, because there's so many changes going on that I, that I'm, there's nothing wrong with changing. What, what's wrong is sitting there. So I, I'm kind of like, you know, just in, I'm isolated. I'm not on any social media. I don't talk to anyone. I have, uh, you know, I have 
you know, my close knit kind of people I talk to, but I, you know, I don't speak to anyone. I don't really do any podcasts. I haven't done any in a long time. I mean, not a long time, but I mean, we're going on. I was going to go through the inauguration process to show you, you know, but that's okay. It doesn't matter. But I've had a lot of time, a lot of alone time, a lot of time to to realize that a lot of the um, the people and the talking heads and the people like that that you know that haven't been banned yet on YouTube or whatever that um, they're uh, they're just whistling by the graveyard. I hate to you know I hate to I I know they think they're being useful. I I think that. Uh, there are you know plenty of podcasts I did, which was you know whistling by the graveyard, in other words, thinking that there's a um a cabal a, a group of like minded people not taking into account the idea that people are on the different levels, and each one is on their own journey through all this. There is no collective folks there's no collective salvation, there's no collective understanding. There's no people that are all on the same page collectively. You might think you are because you have a maybe a couple of opinions you share with someone, but that doesn't mean you're on the same, you know, the same. Uh, and no, there there are no two people alike really that are identical. It's it's all every single being is on a different trajectory. I think God wants us to honor that. Because the other thing I've noticed is that there's so many people that are angry at being... You have one more of these? Thanks. Thanks. There's so many people that are angry at being judged. And yet, you know, judged like slimed, like, you know, you, you know if you have a Bible, they, they kill you. You know, this is... In China, you get caught with a Bible, you could be killed or used for organ harvesting. And now you start to see that we have athletes who are pro-China and pro-slavery. It's so sad, especially. Well, I don't even want to go into you know the, what it what it means symbolically, and but it's it's um, they just get angrier and angrier that people don't understand that they're wishing death on groups of people, whether you like their religion or not. It's, um, you know, having people in the forced labor and, and, you know, trying to prevent them from committing suicide by putting nets up, you know, that kind of thing. Or, or like I say, finding someone with the Bible and then bringing the truck around to, uh, you know, the euthanizing truck to keep them preserved till the, the organs can be harvested. I mean, that is hardcore and those people are, you know, not just, I mean, it's it's hardcore dead. You say, well, what's your opinion of G if you see a guy like G? There is no, there's no opinion. There's nobody there. There's no, there's no humanity. There's no connection. There's no, it's just like a machine that just does what it does. And unfortunately, it's against you, you know, and unfortunately, it's running a, right now, a takeover of the American government and uh, has bought off everybody so that, you know, it's really already a done deal. <laughs> it's not like there's this group of patriots or what do you want to call them? I hate that word patriot. They're not patriots. They're people on different levels. I don't know what they think, but I mean, I'm, I'm sure they don't, 
want to have another Masonic, you know, warmongering United States on their hands. Is that worth fighting for? No. See how, see what I mean? It's, 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 you know, you're dealing with people that to me seem completely insane. Anyway, I'm not, you know, I, I don't march on anything. I, I have no, there's no, there's no, um, I'm happy that we are not in war killing lots of people in the Middle East. You know, that was, uh, you know, one of my requests. I'm, I'm not a warmonger like the, uh, the people in power now are. And I can guarantee you those wars will be back. Yes, sirree. And what they might do is they might, you know, war might be a good thing. They can depopulate with that, you know. But make no mistake, the business that we've been in as a country is death. And the business of, you know, the, the, the CCP, it's not like communism versus, uh, you know, capitalism or some kind of, you know, those concepts are not even equating. What it is is really death versus life. I think that's what it comes down to in a human being. Whether you will choose life, and life doesn't mean, you know, worrying about them killing babies or not killing babies. It means whether or not you are going to be a soul intact when you die or not. And if you've been around for a while, have you thought about what existence is and how you came to be? And is there a purpose in your life? If you thought those ideas, if, you, if they've allowed you, well, today they don't allow the kids to even get to that point. They get reported. I was in their program. I got tested and then they, they, uh, they tried to assassinate me in, in, a, uh, in a facility and uh, I haven't really ever shared that, but it's a, uh, I had tested with a very high IQ and, uh, and you know, it was basically those guys that it was partially run by, um, you could call it, I, I don't talk about this because it makes me sound nuts, but this was like the program, you know, and it's run by these demonic alien looking people from you know that have ships and underground and fly around and whatever those guys like are running the cia that's running the programs that also includes the nazis from operation paperclip and all that you know the the program so those of us who are survivors of that program <laughs> the only way i survived is i escaped that's pretty dramatic but yeah, but they took the yeah. They were all excited. Yeah, you know, they take the IQ. You have a high IQ. You get separated into these you know groups with other you know kids with that same IQ, and then you know they see who can. And what happens is you learn things going on, and also there are abuses, and there's you know there's there's all kinds of things that happen. So that if you're not going to be able to be programmed, the the key word here is programmed. It's not conform like of my free will. I conform. I salute you, uh, like Arnold Schwarzenegger saluting Biden with his new Nazi sword or whatever. It's not like that. It's just like, can you be programmed or not? You know what I mean? Uh, you, you know, and uh, and those that can't, they are killed usually, or they you know are stuck in you know mental hospitals or you know some kind of dereliction. 
And uh, other people have been in the program all their lives. I, I, most of the people I know that actually were in Hollywood that got kind of bought off by the Chicoms, they were uh, they were in the program with me, and they were um, they were like chairman of Sony Pictures and you know people like that, you know, who were in the program. But I I saw a video of one of these guys walking around. He was looking for redemption. I'm like, really? Well, I should have a conversation, but that'll never happen because. You see, the powers that be are invisible. They're not like the guy with the haircut down the hallway there. It's in the spirit. The, the, the police are in the spirit. And, you know, so the, this, this realm that I'm talking about, you know, it's, it's always interfering. And... Um, you know they they uh they monitor you and you know it 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 goes on actually indefinitely what they what they're seeking to do is use human consciousness i guess is kind of like a uh like a uh, commodity that um that has to be uh, you know attached or integrated with ai which of course that high technology of computers has been around for many, many hundreds of thousands, if not millions of years. And uh, the whole point of that is to, uh, I mean, the whole point of your birth then would be to be, you know, on this farm is to be integrated there and for them to then use that power uh, to, to, to basically try to be like God. It's like you know, the wisdom is in the Bible, you know, to, to, like in the book of Job that, you know, Lucifer will put himself above the Most High God, you know what I mean? So that's, that's what it all has to do with. The sad thing is that humans and all these aliens will tell you that they, all these different species of them, all these different like looks of them, these different things, they'll all say that we made human and then it's up to human to survive on its own. I mean, that's another cockamamie theory. And unfortunately, the UFO people, without having any spirituality except that, a lot of, there's a lot of suicides and a lot of, um, there's a lot of, uh, strange deaths of people. I was revisiting, uh, just the reason I'm bringing this up, I was revisiting yesterday, John, I was getting caught up on some of my, you know, interests, and uh, I'm still interested in John Schneider. Is that his name? Schneider? It was a John, oh God, I, I could be wrong. You know, the guy that uh, had claimed that he'd been underground, deep underground in Dulce, New Mexico, and then shot a couple of aliens and, and killed one, and then he got he got hit with something. Apparently, they say he died of a suicide. Uh, yeah, no, I'm I'm getting it mixed up. But uh, anyway, the um, so I looked at something briefly on that yesterday, and uh, with the attitude of you know, could you debunk that story? And it gets harder and harder when you have all kinds of work detail and you start figuring out the, uh, the uh, you know, the, uh, the social security number as it's applied to work detail and then backing the story up. So this is a guy that had information about the Philadelphia experiment that had to do with time travel and uh, the alteration, you know, using gravity to affect time is really what they were doing. And um, also this, this idea of... Uh, of uh you know that 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 things are being run by this whole collusion of the alien and 
the de- what, what now we call the deep state would have then been called the military industrial complex of the government that a lot of the money from taxpayers, and I think this is what this guy's main thing was. It's like the money from taxes is going into this underground bases and this collaboration with these uh, beings who have some sort of, you know, advanced technology that uh, they want and they want to, they want to get that technology. And then, you know, and then obviously eventually they'll start looking like the aliens because they will, they will do genetic experiments, not experiments, but changes to themselves. Um, like, for example, we, we hear about, you know, the chemtrails, okay? So no one knows where they, who, who's doing them and why they're doing it. They keep trying to find out anything about it. They can't find out. The planes just keep flying. Uh, and, and, and then you have Bill Gates out there wanting to dim the sun, and, you know, there's this whole thing about the sun and global warming and all that. Well, all that has to do with bringing these, uh, quote, aliens up to the surface to re-terraforming the Earth for another species, a takeover, if you will. We are seeing a takeover at many levels. But those guys, those little spindly beings and all the other ones associated with them, they run the government, okay? They, they run the pandemic. They run all this stuff. But they're held in check. Because otherwise, we would be dead a long time ago. I mean, we're, you know, may end up dead now, but we're, we would have been dead a long time ago had, um, you know, if they had their way, which was to never have humanity born in the first place, right? They, they'll end it now. And, um, and then, of course, we have the other thing of the accuser, Satan, and the idea that humans are bad, get rid of them all now, create a virus that will wipe them all out. Then we have the secret societies, you know, Gates, uh, UN, you know, uh, ever, you know, advanced Freemasonry, uh, secret societies uh, that go back to Pythagoras and then beyond the, the Greeks and beyond the Romans and then way back and the way, way back, back, back to Samaria, beyond, beyond that, beyond Egypt, beyond all of that. And I'm sick and tired of the arguments that people have about religions and, and mythology, and you know, uh, you know, they go into this whole Osiris thing. Was Jesus just a story of Osiris, and 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 on and on and on, My, you know, with this competition between people like political parties? How utterly stupid to engage in anything like that! How utterly idiotic! Uh, a man would have to be a woman to engage in that kind of thing as a life pursuit when, you know, the ship is sinking. How sad to want to compete and say, well, Lao Tzu said this 500 years before Jesus. And then, you know, then I would say, well, before Lao Tzu was, I am. So fuck you. You know what I mean? What do you want? Get out of my head, get out of my life, get out of my get out of the spirit, get out of the ether, get away from me. Because I get to the bottom of it. You won't, and I will. Because I won't listen to you. Now I'm talking to these beings in this other realm here. I'm not even talking to a human being now. Oh, I know a lot of humans want to take credit. They say, Well, I'm just trying to help you, Zeph. Help me. The only way you could help me is get to the bottom of it. Come on now, 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 now. I'll pay you. You think you have an answer? I've read all the top physicists in the world. What, what can you offer? Come on, Einstein. 
Now, you see, the answer is not going to be linear. And I already know that. The answer is not something you could write on a chalkboard as a, some kind of equation or some kind of mathematical formula. I already know that. The answer is not going to come with, 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 with understanding all these advanced symbols and hieroglyphics and things that we see on these different ships that crash and all that stuff. No, far from it. Because those guys, they're all wearing epaulets and little suits and Zeke Heil. You know what I'm saying? They're obviously not the answer. <laughs> But I'm just pointing it out because they run things. Like, you know, I, 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 I just recall this this thing that happened to Trish. I'm going to just recall it because we were at 29 Palms, not far from the, uh, the... There's a Marine base there, actually Marines in 29 Palms. You know, uh, near Joshua Tree, okay? I believe we're at the Joshua Tree Monument. And that's a really heavy-duty spiritual place. It's got a real, real energy to it. It's real interesting. And one of these beings, uh, Trish was away from me. She was behind a rock. I couldn't see her at the time. That's too bad. But one of these beings popped through. And, uh, yeah, with the uh, with a little jumpsuit on, right? And she said no genitals, no nothing but male, kind of, real spindly, you know, with epaulets. And then the being goes, you know, looking like an alien, you know, like the alien face and all that. And then the being goes like, oh, like made a mistake and slipped back out. And that's just a, they can see us and we can't see that. It's a one-way mirror. In other words, where that guy slipped back out to, you know, he can still see us. So it's inner dimension. Well, not necessarily um, meaning invisible. It's It's slipping in and out. Anyway, they slip in and out. And, um, you know, that was a definite thing that happened in an area where there are, there, you know, they're rumored to be in collaboration with these guys. But the interesting thing is these guys have the uniform. They have, it's like a little blue suit, jumpsuit. They've got those. They've got the epaulets. They've got the, uh, did, you know, where they got them, I don't know. But it's all very military. I saw... Um, Pelosi standing in front of the National Guard in this uh, unprecedented, um, I don't even know what to call it. It's, it's, it's so so pathetic at this point. I'm, I'm just really going to cry myself to death if I have to see any more of this. But I I see her out there like in front of the troops like they're her troops, you know. And I had a vision of her. I had a vision of her wearing that she wants everyone in the Congress to start wearing military outfits, like in a military dictatorship, like she was really getting off on the power, you know, and and she wants to wear a suit like that. And uh, we've we've it's um it's okay. That's where she belongs with the uh, with the aliens. That's 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 her, you know, that power that she felt in front of the, uh, you know, in front of the troops that you know she's. You know, like like she's right, and you know, this is awful. These people that breached the whatever the Capitol, and so awful the things that happened, and and then you know, blaming everything on Trump and impeaching and all this stuff. It just all it makes really this kind of theater, and I I don't care. I'm divorced from all of it, but all this does is just makes it look like a complete total, you know, 
sort of comic book failure. It just it's just really pathetic, sad, and awful to see that the end of this whole thing ended up, you know, on such a uh, such a kind of a grimy base level that in the end there were no no there's no virtuousness, there's no decorum, there is no uh it's just shit and more shit. And there's nothing worth, you know, that's why I'm telling people, you know, you got to get out of this thing, you know, this, this, uh, this thing that goes on there and this, 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 if you really want to put it into context, it's like the entire world went versus, you know, this, this concept of the United States. And so that all the whole world wants to overthrow it and kill it. You know, it's not like one party versus another. And, and I think that's what some people are starting to figure out that that it's it's really a uh, a global movement rather than a um, it's got nothing to do with whether you're you know the word patriot or not patriot or you know a leftist versus a extreme right wing white supremacist that's their word isn't it white supremacist all that is just makes them look like poop like shitheads when they say things like that. And they continue to blather out, you know, the press, blather out this this whole thing of uh, um, disrespect. And it's disrespect on such a level, and it, it's coming from everybody. It's not just one party or another. It's all of them. You know, I, I, I've, I, I don't want to hate politicians, you know, so I don't want to hate, you know, people making propaganda instead of movies or, you know, trying to shove crap down our throat or sports figures that are like cheering on murder of uh of of uh you know of religious sex i i uh i just cannot relate to this country i cannot relate to the good old usa because there is no good old anything here it was an illusion and when people say well what about the founding principles i say but at the same time the masons were there they were building that national monument to Satan in the 1800s. You know, so when was that, you know? And uh, I'm not anti, trust me, I'm not pro, like pro-Spain and anti, or pro-Mexico and anti, I'm not anti or pro anything. I just feel like I'm, I'm, I'm needing so desperately to get away. I'm needing so desperately to call it what it is rather than some kind of fantasy. It seems that everyone I talk to is living in some kind of fantasy, you know, at least lately. That It's like one thing, you know, it's not binary. This is a spiritual war. We're, we're in a, a spiritual um, prison. We're in, a, we're in a literal prison. And, and that's really what I want to focus on. I don't, you know, I don't, uh, I, I'm not in, in I'm, I'm sad to see, well, I'm happy to see there's no Santa Claus that people can finally wake up from that. I'm happy to see the, the political failure because then now they can see through the failure of politics, there is no there there. We we could have learned that a long time ago though. You know, that, that this lesson is a re- repeating lesson for people, you know. And uh, they say, well, if you want to change something and make it better, go run for office. And no, there's no need to run for office if that's not your leading. 
You know, if I were put into a prison, I would have a mind. And for the rest of the days that I would breathe until they kill me, I would be able to exercise my freedom. If it gets to that point. I mean, why would they kill me? I don't know. I don't really have a point of view. I, if, if I do have one, it would be how sad it is that so many humans have failed, you know, have failed their, 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 uh, their, their blessing of being, you know, alive and, and given a mind and, and, you know, been able to uh, access uh, books and, you know, and, and Bible and different things where they could learn and how they've all pretty much thrown that out the window. And it's it's really it's it's terrible. I, it, you know, it's a terrible thing to to watch the fall, yet another fall of humanity. As my friend put it, I think he's probably the most accurate. This is the fall of Western civilization, not just one country. This is the collapse of Western civilization, which happens every once in a while that you get that collapse because people go after other gods. You know, they go after say money, prestige iPhones, big screens, whatever it is, you know, they run after those things rather than than the 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 you know, the knowledge of God because they they feel they're their own gods and they want to ascend and they're promised that if they join the club, I mean at least the club that uh they tried to recruit me into, uh that club, they're they promise you uh, all kinds of power and riches and you know, all kinds of things if you just go along. Because they want your talent, they want your you know ability, you know to to use for their for their for their for their bidding, and it's so sad because it all the things they accomplish are a waste. Everything they do is garbage. Nothing is accomplished, no matter what they do. So, however many people that have high IQs or whatever, and and or talents or different things, you know, that are recruited for whatever reason, for those reasons. Um, what they end up building by usurping those talents. They are the usurper. They usurp the talents. And what they end up building is caca. Not worth a damn. Easily wiped out with the next cataclysm. A big so what? But to the little people... Are they're taught, they're trained that if you get the approval of this university or that university or you go to Juilliard or you, you graduate from this or you're in that or in this, you're something special. And as long as we have that kind of mentality, you're something special. And you over there, you're not. You're just little people. You're a big, you're, you're, you're special. You're not. That culling of the, you know, that, that, that dividing of the cattle, of the chattel, of the human chattel. And so long as that's going on, you know, you, you, you can rest assured that I don't care if they play, you know, Beethoven perfectly or, the, you know, they play Chopin perfectly on the piano. It really, you know, that's fine. It, 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 you know, but it ends up being worthless because it's all based on human opinion. It's not offered up as a... Uh, as, a, as, a, as an offering to, to, you know, to whatever. It's, it's, it's offered up as a 
reward. It's a reward for having been dutiful or having been corrupted or having been uh, tainted. And so no achievement of man can ever shine totally. It will all be, you know, the junk of the fallen civilization and all be in the dustbin of history. All of it. All the performances, all the great athletic achievements and the you know, the faster, better, all that. You know, those things do happen. Improvements do occur. But again, it's for the benefit of humanity, which there's, you can see where we are right now. Forget the politics, forget your countries and your, you know, just look at where the state of humanity, of the hatred. If you don't have a war going on in Afghanistan and Iraq and other places, look what happens. People hate each other and they want to go to war with each other. These people are very dumb, and they should not have any kind of right to, to do anything. The idea of going to war by shooting your fellow countrymen is, is absolutely 100% um, will lead to failure. Just, it's just another failure. When, people, when neighbors start shooting neighbors, that's, well, it's another failure. It's just like in the Bible. They talk about, you know, every man for himself, a neighbor will be running through, each, each will be running each other through, and everyone will be on their, on their own little trip and, and, and slaying each other. And what's the end result? Nothing, just a bunch of dead bodies being hauled off for the worms to eat. Big deal. We try to avoid that. You know, like that whole thing that happened in the Capitol is uh, obviously a, a false flag. I mean, I'm not stupid. I don't pay attention anymore, but I, I'm not dumb. I mean, I know that's a false flag being, you know, pretty much uh, quarterbacked by the FBI to get, uh, you know, the so-called patriots in trouble and then have a pretext for rounding them up and, and, and or, or disarming or whatever. So they're going to memorialize this January 6th thing forever and ever and ever. Oh, they won't see that the the fail. It's already a failure, so it's you know there's nothing to restore. The, but the next thing is they come for you. They come for us. You know they come. They arrest to kill. The next stage is if the communists get their way, they just uh, if they don't see you as one of them, they just take you out and shoot you. That's all. They got to find a nice wall to shoot you against the wall. But I mean that's that's the next phase, and then you'll have your sports heroes and your your big-time rock stars and actors and politicians saying, kill that asshole, kill, you know, just like Jesus. Right? When they mock Jesus, when he's getting whipped and, and beaten and humiliated, and they couldn't get enough, they thought it was funny. <laughs> yeah, baby, come on. This guy thinks he's king, huh? <laughs> you can see it, right? King, huh? That'll show him. You're one of these kings. That'll show him. Yeah. So, so you know. So that's. Uh, and then once the communists get done with that, I don't know. It usually runs for quite a few years. After it gets done with that, they feed on their own. And then after a while, when they don't have any more industry, they 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 chew up and gobble up those private industries for their own. Then they fail with those, right? Because the government's not really good at running industries. So what ends up happening is they either have to expand by going to war or make some kind of deals or infiltration of other countries. What, uh, what uh, China did when they ran out of innovation and technology is they infiltrated the United States and stole all the, 
stuff so they could keep making things over there. Well, I understand what they did. You know, that's that's another form of warfare. And then they bought off all the uh, politicians and the sports figures like that. What's that guy's name? LeBron. <clears throat> Isn't that sad? <laughs> yeah, he's, he's, he's really woke, man. He's all for now human slavery. And, yay, slavery. Yay, death. Death to the, you know, you know death and slavery. Yeah. No human rights. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's, but he's not too smart. So it's really unfortunate that you see things like that. But I think those are roadmaps, little signs along the road to show you where you are right now. Now, I can tell you this. There is no peace in the, in any kind of collective, whatever your political thing, you know, a club, friends, whatever. There's no peace anymore. What we've got to do, and that's what my next podcast is going to be. Really, I'm not going to go back over things. I've, there's no sense in it. It's really a survivor's blog is what I hope to do of, you know, surviving spiritual warfare, trying to get through the next day. You know what I mean? Just like I think what we really need help with and I think where I could be effective is just to or, or you know, I mean, there's also part of me that, that it's, I've got this, this idea of a, a story about a child living today through this. And, uh, you know, every day there'll be a new inst- installment of, you know, what, how, the, how the child grows and how the perceptions change of seeing the kinds of things going on today. Because it seems to be, to be, it's so profound, you know, that when you'd see what is a reality and then they lie and then you check them out, check them out, and you look at them on TV, like say, you know, when they lie about something or they lie collectively with all the news media, you know, from Fox and CNN, all, they all say the same bite, news bite. And you, and you look at, you, you look for any kind of guiles, you, for, you look for any kind of deception, you look for any kind of thing. And these people behave like, as if it's really real that they're living in this world where the things they're describing actually exist and they don't. It's very scary. But that level of mental illness is going on. Let's call that the media mental illness. They are all mentally ill, right? They're all conformed to this signal so that they all say the same thing at the same time. It's really very scary. You know, because how do you get by that one? And they think that if you're not on their side, you must be on, you know, if you're a white person, you're a white supremacist and all this kind of racist, racial stuff they use. It's very repetitive. It's very repetitive. Folks, please do yourselves a favor and promise that you're never going to get in a repetitive rut. We are living in very exciting times. And, you know, and yes, we're in a prison and it's run by the bad guys. Okay. Uh, I had this analogy earlier. I wanted to bring this up on this podcast. I really did. Now, some people here, they, they, they're going to, you know, love their imprisoners, they love their guards, right? They're going to make deals with the guards and they're going to, you know, make the deal to make the prison their home. And other people are going to know they're in prison and it's, it's definitely not their home. They got to get out of the prison. They don't know when, but they're very sad. They're, 
but they need to be more hopeful because if they keep on being sad, they'll die of sadness. And so that would be a horrible thing. And and so there needs to be some kind of thing to help these people to understand that they're not always going to be in prison. It's sad when you're born into one, you know, but the, there is, uh, on the other side of that wall, on the other side of that fence, there is life. There is opportunity. There is There is happiness. But we just have to survive long enough to understand that, you know, we need to be able to get there. If that's called salvation, we need to be rescued. But we we need to to hold out some hope that that could happen. And we see other people. Well, you know, I'm I'm going with that. Obviously, that's the real essence of Jesus. But but see, the people have been tainted by the churches and hurt. The churches are prison guards. Think of them that way. The institutions we have, every one of them on Earth, is eventually a prison guard. In fact, we were watching. Um, you know, Newsmax, which is admittedly a conservative outlet that was by Christopher Ruddy, who used to have a uh, uh, a flyer or, or a little newsletter that would go out called Newsmax. And then he has a TV thing now. And watching it, we were watching slowly as the as the speakers became tainted and tainted and tainted and tainted. And and if you just leave them there, they'll become Fox News and they'll become CNN. It's it's just it's it's. There's nothing to stop it. And when I say tainted and who's becoming tainted, I'm not saying they're all tainted. I'm just saying you can see the slow corruption happening there. Just like um, you say, well, was Fox News good? No, well, hey, guys, I used to be Mr. CNN. I love CNN. I used to watch, uh, I, and you know, that was like a big deal back in the 70s or whenever that started. It was Ted Turner that started that. And he's from Atlanta. And Ted Turner believes that uh, man is like a virus. And the the thing is, man should be wiped out by the virus. They they want to wipe out 7 billion people right now. And that's their whole hope, hope, hope again. They hate humanity. And they want humans dead. And these are the people that are, you know, they're, they're flexing their muscles now. The guy who founded CNN. So it doesn't make sense that would not be the place to get news from. Um, I would say you don't need news. You know, you don't need to, even with me not even watching this whole thing about, you know, what the United States has gone through. The United States has gone through a collapse. And, uh, you know, now there's they're trying to stoke up a civil war. I think that's to, for de- depopulation, though. And then they're putting the their the I guess the Biden administration's what's up the 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 jabs the uh, the vaccines. It's not a vaccine, by the way. It's a, it's a cell. It's a cell manipulator. It's not a vaccine. What it does is goes into the cell and tells the cell to produce a, uh, a protein, and that would create you know a, an immune response from the body. So that's not a vaccine, technically. I just want to be. I don't know if people are educated out there at all, but I've spent quite a bit of time educating myself about the mRNA. And I know enough to know it's not, it's not technically a vaccine. It is a, uh, it's a cell manipulator. It manipulates the cell into producing a protein. And I, I know that much. I don't know that. That took a lot. You know what? That took me weeks to be able to say it so succinctly. Because of all the backlash and all the misinformation, I couldn't get that very simple, 
concept understood. No one would let me. And the people in the ether, the people you don't see, were pounding and pounding on me. So I would never get it. There'd be, the phone would ring and they'd, somebody would do this. Something would happen over there. I would never be able to finish with all the interruptions. They really, really don't want you to understand that, you know, there's, there's little, you know, there's actually little, this, this Pfizer or Moderna, you know, Moderna is, stands for modification through uh, uh, messenger RNA, Moderna, you know, R, uh, you know, uh, Moderna, modify RNA, Moderna. It's modify RNA. That's what it stands for, to modify RNA. You modify RNA by you inject somebody with the RNA chemical, with the message in the R, you know, in the message RNA, the M, and it goes into the cell and tells it to produce a protein. And then the idea that the the body will have an immune response to that protein. They hope, of course, that protein is the thing that when the immune response comes, it's against the COVID. But then you ask someone else, and they say, well, if if it's a 99% chance of recovery, and if HCQ, the hydrochloroquine, is like a pretty much a 90 to 100% cure thing, you know, uh, uh, what do you call it, a treatment, or the... Uh, uh, some of these other things out there. Now they've got some oleander. They've got uh, this uh, ivermectin. You know, there's a few things out there that could, you know, as a as a cure. Uh, it's not something you really worry about. No, no. See, this whole thing's gotten blown up out of control. This is what's so sad. It's so sad. You know, the lockdowns, I think, probably produce more death. Going through the lockdowns is very, very difficult. It's really slowed us down with our film and, you know, and, and, you know, we're just trying to entertain people with it. The film's just for entertainment. It's, you know, it's got some interesting things in it, but it's, uh, it's, it's, it's really meant for the, for the, for the beyond the 21st century of the film. But these blocks and these slowdowns and these things that happen, it, it, it's, it's extraordinary how much power they have and how unified that power is. Because when I hear a talking head say it on TV, you know, that it's not, they're not human anymore, you know. They're just part of the machine. And so they all say, you watch them, the mockingbird media, they all say the same thing. Like, beep, 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 it's all white supremacist, you know, or whatever it is. So that the establishment is the party in power now, and they represent the whole world. They don't represent Democrats anymore, it's the whole world. And the resistors of of whatever their policies are will be white ring wing su- su- supremacists of, or white supremacists of some sort, and um, you know whether they're no matter what color they are, and uh, so it's really the 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 Nazis, fascists, and white supremacists versus the whole world that wants a beautiful, peaceful world, and that's the way they've shaped it. For these. These people that run these kind of mind control psyops, they're very good at it. It's a military psychological operation. And it's designed to turn the world against a certain group of people, 
like turning LeBron James against what is it the Augurs or whatever the the uh, those who are those people that are that are slaves in China? Are they Augurs, Trish? What are they called? Oh, there's various groups. I know that's just one. That's like a Muslim group, and um, you know they've got uh, the, you know so he's all for that, and it's really. Or, you know, he's not against it. Let's just say he's not against any of the slavery in China, but then he's, he's, he's woke and he's coming after the white supremacists, which are created by the uh, DOJ, actually, and by the Department of Defense um, as, part, as really part of a, a conflict that could be then resolved to, to, that has more to do with the vaccine than it actually has to do with this, because there is no human conflict. This is all sort of a you know, confabulated, manufactured uh, hysteria of some kind. And uh, meanwhile, the uh, the real issue is they want to get everyone vac- vaccinated. And it's not a vaccine. They want to get everybody jabbed. And then, of course, in a few months, you got to get your second dose. It's not a dose, though. It's not, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a, produces an antibody by affecting the cell. So it's not a dose of something. Right, I suppose I guess you could call it a chemical that goes in to tell the uh, to tell the uh, you know the cell to produce a certain anti- a certain uh, you know protein to, to to then make the body have an immune response. But see, once you've got that in your system, they can just push a button and and make your body do anything they want. You know, after a while, <laughs> especially if you, if you keep having to get jabbed like every year you know you have to get augmented or just like you know upgrading your computer or your phone or something new operating system and they keep they start you know fusing you in and so that that's how you become a hybrid and then that's how you get written out of the Lamb's book of life because you're no longer human the way you were it's very logical uh Look, I sure as heck didn't want to be here, and I, I pray to the Lord that I would never have to come here again. If if I have any more time left, I just try to make it a better thing. But yeah, there's don't have children, don't put this sorrow on them. This is a real time of sorrows. This is a time of human failure upon the earth. Left, right, straight—I don't even care. Could care less. But I. I you know, no, I will not vote. No, I don't do any more politics. That's all the politics you're going to get from me. I don't care. You have 100,000 troops in the streets. I don't care. Whatever kind of folly they want to engage in, I've I've almost dead from watching it. I say, turn away. Go read a book. Go insane. Go completely stark raving mad to where you're just like walking around looking at butterflies and tulips. And that's all you want to talk about. Bravo. If you could do that, you're a better man than I am. Or better woman. <laughs> better woman or better man, whatever. But you're a... You're a... You're a... You're a, a, a stalwart. You're a a real victor in the spiritual warfare, if you could do that. If you could do that, I applaud you completely. So it all comes under the heading of how do we survive, you know, what they're doing. 
participating in it, you're not going to survive. It, and I, I and, uh, you know, Trish and I don't agree on all this stuff. And, and so she's got her take. I have mine. Isn't that healthy? Do we want everyone to agree on the same thing? Do you agree with me? Please don't if you don't. Please, maybe some things you do. Maybe some things you don't. Uh, that's what makes life interesting. I can't take it anymore. I, I can't watch this sad situation of human failure and, and, and baseness and selfishness and anger and violence. I, I just... It, it 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 just seems so incredibly inept and stupid to me that it's it, I can't keep watching I I you know I I could barely get through the day as it is I could barely make it if I have to watch any more stupidity I think I just stab myself and I I don't think God wants me to do that so you know what I mean so the answer is to back away and then I won't have to stab myself you know what I mean it's to back away and I won't have to hurt myself because. You know, why would you hurt yourself? Because I want to stop crying. I, I, <laughs> and it's not over man's inhumanity to man. It's the pretext that has me crying. It's the precondition, the manipulation, the ease of which humans are just putty in their hands. It makes me so, 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 so upset. And then the eventual outcome are riots. <laughs> yeah, wars. You forget everything there is to do with humanity in a war situation. It does become every man for himself. You say, what team are you on? Well, what does it matter when people are dying? Who's right? Who's wrong? Well, uh, you're wrong if you're on the patriot side and you think this country is just the best thing since make America great again. If that's what you think, then I, I don't know what you're talking about. We've been in wars for the last 30 years. I don't know where you've been, but, uh, uh, you know, I can't stand that, especially what happened in Iraq. We never repented for that, folks. You know, I was one of the biggest speakers against the Bush family and the, and the neocons when I first came out in 2002 with the Zephyr Report, that was the beginning. And I spoke up very loudly about this and explained that they, you know, they worship Satan. I mean, I knew all this from my own family and my own friends and peers. And, you know, they, they, you know, they have their clubs and they're in their secret societies. That's where their rituals go on. That's, they're very formal, too. They're formal just in the same way that you saw John McCain's funeral being formal. They're formal in that same way. Other senators could die. They won't get the John McCain treatment. So why don't you ask yourself that question? Why does John McCain get that big treatment after killing all those people on the, you know, on the, the whatever, the ship? He got 100, people, 100 sailors killed? I don't know. He did something to that effect. And he had some idiot movie made or some stupid thing he did. He got some people killed. Okay. All right. But why the big funeral where the other senators don't get that? Why? Why? <laughs> because the United States is not really a country. That's why. He belongs to a different government. And that's the government that's giving him the big, you know, uh, to do. And why are they doing that? Because they've usurped 
the what we think of as the United. The United States are not united. There is no uniting of the states. And basically, it's just being the reason that they're so interested in taking it over is because they want to usurp the money from the, the little stupid people here that live here and give it to China or whoever, however the, the, the world order is being mapped out. The world order is going on. They all they don't belong to you know Italy or UK or America or Mexico or Canada or anywhere. They belong to their group and their group usurps countries and all the power and all the money leaving the rest of humanity in degradation and poverty and hurting and suffering while they live it up. They have a good time. And nobody seems to know what to do about it because every time someone tries to make a move, it's like you're moving against a big giant uh, kraken, octopus thing, like a big squid. You get one tentacle, but then there's, you know, six others coming after you. You can never really get it. You can never really uh, achieve a, a conquering. You, you can never really get your freedom back, you see. You never really had freedom. You've, we're born inside the perimeter. You're born in the prison camp. And you got to thinking there might be some kind of thing of freedom out there. They told you to make the camp your home. They told you this prison camp is, this is your God. This is your home. The opinions of other prisoners should be of very highest importance to you. What other people think of you should be the highest importance. That should be your entire reason for living, is to impress them, to have them think well of you. And uh, and then, yes, sadly, to die on cue, like, like the way they're doing the old people. One more prediction is the... Uh, I will make is the uh, the old people are being euthanized as we speak, and I, this is a, a vision that I had. I heard Pelosi say, "Social Security, what a waste!" And then I had a vision right after I heard her say that. It was in the background, and I had a vision of of them killing all the old people so that they could have the Social Security money. They're salivating to get that their hands on that. Why have to pay all these people? They're useless. Why pay these stupid old people? They're useless. Think if we could free up that money. Would a, uh, you know, would they launch some kind of plague to get rid of the old people so they could get their hands on them? Oh, you bet they would. Anyway, they're looking at that right now. When I, when I heard that, I thought, oh, no, the old people... Oh, I feel so sorry. They're all going to die. And then I thought, well, but there are worse things, you know. Maybe they'll be in a better place. Well, no matter what I say, they're going to be killed. So there's, you know, this is just, just kind of like a fate thing. It's just, it's just part of this. Uh, I don't know when God calls it when He says the cup is running over. You know, intervene. I don't know at what point that'll be. It seems that lately. Evil has been allowed to continue unabated, and that they keep winning all the elections and all the 
you know, because who won the election? Well, China won the election. I mean, it's really, Joe is in the pocket of, all those guys are in the pocket of China. They, they had this Eric Swalwell guy who'd been caught with a Chinese, um, you know, was in a relationship with a Chinese spy. And they wanted to remove him from the, what, what, what are the committees, intelligence or what are the committees? And, um, and instead he ended up running the impeachment hearing against Trump. He got promoted. <laughs> Anybody sick? Does anyone not want to turn away? And if you think you're fighting for something, what are you fighting for? You mean something like the rule of law? <laughs> when was that? Get back to principles? When did we have those? No, no, I mean, I'm done. I'm already done. I'm out the door. So I'm, I'm just, you know, last last looks. Last uh, words. I'm, you know, I'm sorry that this failed, but I, at the very beginning in 2002, I think we we explained, I think we understood humanity was a failure, right? That no government form will, will succeed. They will all fail. You know, you're not talking about Italy. Italy right now is just like, on the verge of total collapse, and usually they col- they collapse, they go commie, right, and then they co- then they go back to capital, they go back and forth. When they go to commie, people that live there, they go, oh, we got to go in the bartering system again. Then they go back to to capitalism. They go, oh, we're back. Okay, I can have a bank account again, but watch out here because they might come after your bank account. So we got all you you know, I don't know what's what you can trust anymore. I just know that that. Whether they whatever they want to do, they're going to do. So if they want to do a soft thing, if they want to do a, a you know a, a global depression, if they want to do a, you know launch another virus and kill everybody, uh, if they want to kill the old people with these vaccines, if that's what's if that's what they do, I've, I've heard about another person, eighty so odd years old, who took it some weeks ago and is fine right now. But then again, these guys that died, they died after a while, like. After some, some, some of them after some weeks. Well, what happens when the old people die from the mRNA is they feel tired and then they go lie down and then they just get, don't get up again. They stop breathing. That's been the main death. I've been reading about it. Yeah, it's sad. It's really sad. I, uh, and the other thing is, I think the Lord's testing people, you know, that, that when you can't look at any more of, of, of violence, the, the most violent people in the world are the doctors, you know, the hospitals. They're more violent and have more success at killing people than the riots do. Okay, so when you look at this incredible failure, you think, well, what would have made it better? Well, what would have made it better is if people had inquired as to existence. It all leads to truth, and truth, of course, is... Christ, but I can't say that because the church has ruined that concept. Because people just hear the surface, they go, oh, homophobe. You know, it's like, yeah, no, no cornholio today. Oh, boy, shoot. I just, you know, that'll ruin my day, so I better kill some Christians while I'm at it. And they don't understand it's not even about that. It's about something much that it doesn't matter. It's it's already lost. The point's moot. The point is lost, and it's never going to, you know. 
it's never going to be established because the minds have already been made up and that's why I don't waste my time. It's now time to, to, time to go on a journey. It's time to get the hell out of here. And when I say that, I do not mean, uh, of course, if you commit suicide, if they get, you don't get out of here, you're, that puts you even further deeper into it because you don't die because you're going to have to deal with the consequences of that. So you don't get off the hook. My daughter didn't get off the hook. She's going to have to deal with that. That's right. That, that, that's like saying, um, God, I hate you. I'm judging you. And so now you're going to have this whole other horrible life or horrible neck. I don't know where people go next. Maybe, you know, maybe there's just this and then, then that. I don't know. To me, it seems life keeps going on. You know what it really seems like when we die? We're not even conscious anymore of whether we live again. There's something from us may live again because life, you know, is transformed, right? Energy is transformed. And something goes on, but it's not us in the way that we would remember. It's like, it's not acceptable to human what goes on. In other words, life goes on, but it's not us being able to control anything or separate consciousness, you know? A lot of people think, when you go to heaven, you have all your memories. No, I don't think you have... My opinion, it's just my opinion, I don't think there are any memories. I don't think you are conscious, like, oh, I'm me, and now I'm me in a different state. I'm not sure that does exist. We have Jesus as an example, who was kind of Jesus, but he was different. Everybody, all the witnesses said he was different when he came back. After the, you know, he had the sword... You know, the, the spear put in him, and, you know, he should have bled out from that. And maybe he did, you know. But anyway, he comes back, and he's not the same. He's more, almost seems more angelic, more more not really so much of this world anymore. And um, I think I think that's, that's possible as, as to, did he remember when he was more the Jesus before death? Or was he, it seemed like he was almost out of touch with that. He was not exactly connected. So that's just one example. And, you know, other examples I have, I've thought about this a lot, where you could die. People say, well, there's reincarnation. Well, you could definitely die and go on into a reincarnation situation, but that reincarnation would necessarily would be a combo of things and wouldn't necessarily be you would attack soul, but I'm not sure how it works. Yeah, because it, it can't just be the, 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 uh, the constant reincarnation of souls, you know what I mean? Like this sort of recycling of souls. That seems to be, not, you know, that's not going to help because if you're recycling souls, you're going to perpetuate this, what we have here. And I know you don't want to do that. The only reason we're at the center of it is because we have something the Lord gave us that it doesn't exist anywhere else. We have the thing that they want. Oh, Yes. Never think for a moment that you're not valuable. All the lambs are valuable. And they, the honchos, are not valuable to each other. I mean, they kind of celebrate each other and they applaud their, you know, their, their you know, being the, the influencers, right? They get appointed to be influencers of us. But make no mistake, it's the lambs they want. We should talk more about that. It's the lambs they want. Yeah, well, 
they like to stick us all in the program and you know, call, you know separate us by IQ and by uh, any other kind of talent, right? And then they want to put you to work for them. And like Govinda said, they give you a little. You you you're, you own all the sand on the beach. They give you a little sandbox. You go, oh, thank you. I'm so grateful. I get a sandbox and a little mansion here, and I get to play like I'm some big honcho. You own all the mansions. You own all the sandboxes and all the sand. You own everything. Why give up your soul so they could, you know, they could like dole it out to you in little, tiny, minuscule increments? The world, the worlds, the galaxies, the whatever is, is, belongs to you. And there's no need to be afraid. They make you afraid here. They make you afraid with the news, the propaganda. They make you afraid to, to, to go out, afraid to, to say something, you know, afraid to... I can only talk the way I've talked because I don't know any different. I, I don't know. I, I know one thing. I, I, I'm not here to, to fight them. I'm not here to fight. I'm not a fighter. I'm, I'm, I'm more a lover than a fighter, t- technically. I'm, I'm a spiritual warrior, but at the end of that is, is more of a lover than a fighter. In other words, I don't, I don't believe violence is the solution. I'm happy that all these troops have come home. They're not, you know, f- killing people in various places of the world or being killed. No, I'm, I'm not the kind of guy that thinks war can do it. I'm, I'm more of a, you know, I like peacemakers. Blessed be the peacemakers, right? So I feel I'm, I'm more in that category. And so in order to do that with myself, I have to step back and out of this, of this, um, this terrible global situation. See, if I give it any more energy, I'm going to be subsumed by it. And you know what that means. You're, you're completely, you know, they own you then. I need to find some relief. Uh, I don't think life is a joke. I think life without inquiry or, uh, you know, without reflection is a waste. I think that's more accurate to what I think. I, to me, it's it's not a joke, all the broken hearts, all the sad people right now. You think that's a joke? I don't think it's a joke at all. I mean, if it weren't so sad, it might be funny from maybe a slapstick point of view to maybe someone's trying to be a comedian out there, but it's no joke. It's pure sadness and and pain here. It's sadness because of of all the squandered resources that could have helped so many people throw down the garbage can because the egos of a few, of, of a very few people. It's so sad, so awful. And the excuses they have for going on with life, the things they make up in the movies is a reason to persevere. It's never going to happen unless somehow it incorporates the uh, the spiritual battle in some way, you know. And people have to have hope to know that there is another, you know, there is another way. There, we're not always going to be in this prison. And I think people have to realize they're born in prison. Their parents were in prison. 
The parents tried to teach their kids to get along in the prison, to, to suck up to the guards and all that kind of stuff. And it turns out that we need to get out of prison, not suck up to the guards. And so that, that, that's the first cause of trouble right there. They want to manage the cattle, right? They don't want anybody figuring out there's a slaughterhouse coming up on Wednesday night, whatever. They want everyone to be very, very calm into their death. And not blaming people and pointing the finger at people and blame the few white guys that are running the whole thing. Yeah, they're, you know, if you shoot, if you're a black guy right now, you want to get into a racist thing. Why don't you point your finger at the three white guys that run it all? Yeah, because you'd be surprised. There's a couple of black guys in there too, right? A couple of Asians, yeah, a couple of Chinese, sure. There's a couple of Africans, a couple of you know South Americans. Yeah, you're gonna that's gonna be a problem. But they run the world. Yeah, the cruelty of the lockdowns. My God, it's. And they they still have them going, you know, to where people can't uh, make a living and, and feed their families. So many people committed suicide. So much trouble has happened from what they did. And when they when they figured out that the lockdowns were causing such pain and suffering, they doubled down on them, didn't they? And they tripled down on them, didn't they? Now it's been about a year, and now it's going to go on into two years because because they want the pain, they want the suffering, they need the suffering. All the people that would have had, you know, I'm just thinking about people that I've worked with that had pretty good futures as actors, let's say, you know, that, no, not not since COVID. They're not able to do it. They're lucky if they get a commercial. Those dreams are gone. Yeah, it's, uh, it's taking quite a toll from everybody. But the people that cheer it on and, and cheer on, they are the people that are in the prison sucking up to the guards or to the Nazis or to whoever uh, for favor. And so they're going to embrace the mask and embrace the lockdown and all that to prove to their masters that they really are and keep everybody on the same trail and let the ones die who are going to die and in so doing get the favor of the masters in hopes that they'll be able to get some better lot for themselves and their family in the future by selling out their fellow human. Ah... And anyway, so the future for me is um, uh, what one might call insanity, uh, i.e. not dealing with the reality on the ground again, if I can help it. I have another blog that I'll probably do, which is basically going to be how I get enough hope to get through a day. <laughs> and... Um, Well, these are times that ought to give us pause to where we think about, well, Lord, are you there? You know, are you? What was the purpose of all this, Father? Why have you brought us all into such pain? Did, are you offended? Did we do something? If, if so, please let us know. I'm sorry for whatever I did. I, I just need to know what it was. And, or is evil needed? So that without evil we wouldn't have, but why does evil win every time and good hardly at all? Well, you know, these are the questions that need to be asked, and I think 
the alone time with God is good, and the idea of the, the Lord gives us unction. In other words, he says to you, okay, now get up and go do this, or get up and go do that. You know, you've got the unction. I, I, I'm seeing kind of the top people who are coping with this are people that they're, they're out there, they're just, I, I can't explain what they're doing. They're not completely out of touch, but they're, they're, I guess they're insane because they've, de- they've disconnected from all of the propaganda news and this and that and fears and hatred and all the stuff they're trying to foment within us. They've just uh, gone into more of an appreciation of things mode. To appreciate the beautiful sky. We had a beautiful firmament this morning. Just awesome. I said, hi, Lord. I want to go there with you. I want to go up there. I want to get out to the stars. I want to do it all. I want to understand all the secrets and mysteries. You know, I I do basically want to live. I want to live and I want to love. I want to love things. I want to give glory to the Most High for those things that are beautiful that are created. Anyway, I, I don't know... I, I mean, you know, I've had to uh, divorce myself from um, a lot of this stuff, but I, you still get it anyway. And I've, I've also used the uh, the headphones as a way of, you know, just inundating myself with more and more music. And I found that that to be kind of helpful. Um, the little things that we still have that may not be here tomorrow. Uh, I think that taking an appreciation of those is a good thing. The kids, well, I'll put it this way. I wouldn't, you know, unless the Lord told me, you bring a child into the world that's going to help the world. If that was the case, yes, bring that child in. Absolutely. But in general, I would just, I just feel like, and I know that not bringing children in here is, is making it look like, well, eventually, these people here in the United States will die out, leaving room for them. Yeah, there'll be room for them. Bring them in. When people are gone from here, they're not having high birth rates, and they're not keeping up with the houses and the things that are here, bring them in. Who cares? Well, they want to make it binary. It's either us or them. <laughs> have the power. It's either us or them. We come again, we'll take over. And I would say that I don't care if you take over. Take over. You've already taken over. It's already a prison. You've already got what you wanted. Everyone's suffering and crying and dying. What more do you want? You got it all. Everyone dead. Okay, I see. But after that, then what? You dead. You dead next. Everybody dead and you too. And then are you happy? Don't know if I'm happy or not. I'm not here to know if I'm happy or not. So that's a pretty good place to be. Well, that's not what the way this is being led. This is being led that we have a, a life after this prison. And there is a life after this 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 horrible, horrible... Well, you see the prison in real action when the lockdown is something they do in prisons, right? You got to get on your bunk and stay there. That's... Uh, that's the that's that's the form of tyranny that they've taken. <laughs> 
And nobody knows where the orders come from. To this day, no one has ever told me where the orders come from. And what's the, what's the process like of making decisions for all of us? You know that as you get to the end of one thing, suddenly there'll be a new strain of virus coming in. We don't know if the vaccine will be effective or not. And then there'll be something else. There'll always be something. <laughs> but I know you are beloved by the Almighty God. I know you are a beloved child and you're experiencing not being beloved and being trashed and spit upon, looked down upon, kicked to the curb. And you don't like it. And nobody likes it. And uh, furthermore, you're accused of being a, a bad person and ruining everything and ruining other people's lives too. Nobody likes that. So I, I say for me, survival means finding a reason to live. Well, one way is to take care of those kids in Pakistan, kids in the streets here, food banks, whatever. That's That helps, but... It doesn't stop the oligarchs from hammering and hammering and hammering. And that's the real issue, folks. That's the real fight. That's the real fight. Not whether to, you know, I, I know that uh, there's a lot of people that were, um, you know, that really, you know, thought Trump would be the answer in all this. And I, I think that for me, some of these you know, cautionary flags going to have to remind me to, to, to not deal with people. I wasn't as bad down on, on Trump as I was on, on Bush, but Obama kind of, he got a pass. He did a lot of bad things. I, I, I didn't focus on him that much, though. But when Trump started pushing the warp speed, I, I really had some, some, some problems. And when he didn't adjudicate the 2018 he he did a lot of mistakes, you know, that I think cost him, and I think it, I understand why he's out of power at this point. Uh, I understand there's a lot of people who think he's going to do a last minute thing to uh, to keep the presidency going. I mean, if, if there'll be a, obviously a martial law; there'd have to be. If uh, it wouldn't totally surprise me if there was something. On the other hand, I've you know, for about two months ago, I, I I'd seen Biden just in there and things kind of calming down, you know. Uh, I think the main thing is not the government. Why do we think about the government all the time? What about you? How about, how's it going to wind up for you? What do you need to do? to get out of sorrow right now? What do you need to do to get, you know, positive, to be able to emit, like, you know, the, the love vibe while everyone else is scattering around, searching for shelter and hating the other guy and hating everything and being hated and, you know, called names on TV and all these things you never thought would happen. How are you going to get by this? I, um, before I turned off the news, I would listen a little bit to uh, CNN and, you know, some of the MSNBC and some of the other ones, you know, the controlled media. And, you know, and yeah, they all kind of said the same things. And, but 
one thing I did notice is that people that are, you know, were kind of into that and Hollywood and stuff, I, I noticed this kind of vacuousness from this kind of, not, you know, uh, it was hard to describe, but there's a lightness in being controlled. There's a, there's a, a joie de vivre possible in being controlled. And uh, there's a lightness in knowing that you're going to be taken care of by the group, by the collective, that you're taken care of, that you have a warm place, that the world's not a cold place. You've got a place, guaranteed job, guaranteed income, and all that stuff. You've got that. There's a, a, a you, you could be light within that situation, but when you could when you feel like you're an orphan, you're cast about. You've got no home. You don't know what tomorrow's going to bring. And at the same time, you're under assault from, an, from a global attack, which is what we're going through. Uh, and the only crime that you've done is you weren't programmable. I mean, I went through this in the actual program, but I mean, they have other, but in general, it's all a program. But you weren't programmable. You, you, you've been bullied lied to, gang-stalked. All these things have happened because you just, through no fault of your own, weren't going to be fitting into their system. You fit more into God's system, obviously. That's where you belong. That's why you're not an ugly duckling. You're a swan, right? But you could never fit in there anyway. Even if you try, I swear I've tried, you can't do it by trying, to please them. And I don't care if you do sexual favors for them. That's not going to get you in either. It's it's a thing. It's a it's an emotion. It's a connection. And uh, they recognize their own. We recognize our own. I mean, we're, we're not... My home is not this prison. My home is not this earth. I've always known that. And I know I'm not alone. I know there's a lot of people working out there in, you know, different uh, industries. And I know people working in, uh, you know, TV and movies and music and different things. They're just like us. I, they're just like me. I mean, in the sense that they feel a little bit like a stranger in a strange land. And they have their observations, but they're just trying to cool it, keep their head down, not say anything, not get in trouble, uh, not be policed by the woke cultures that throw them out of their job. They just want to kind of, you know... Uh, get through, but it, it with each passing day, it, it gets more and more, you know, tedious. But the reason that they are what they are is because they were made that way. It wasn't that um, they decided to go against Satan or with, you know, God or you know. You know it's, that they kind of go where they go. You go where you belong. As they say, birds of a feather. <laughs> you know, you tend to go where you belong. And if, if you can't be programmed by their programs or whatever, you don't match up exactly. 
then there's others that don't match up too. But I mean, unfortunately, it, it's because it's a big war. Regardless of what you think of what what you think is fair or not fair, they're going to keep on anyway. They don't like you know what they want to do is you know this particular group, and I can't call them left or right or whatever. They're on all sides of the aisle. They just have a need to control vast populations of people. And they want to bring their their rules in. Anyway, so for me, I just want to cut to the chase here. So for me, the the most important thing is kind of um, to be a more helpful person, I need to be a more cheerful person. And I have not been cheerful. I've been in, well, you know, technically, folks, you haven't seen me because I've been in a state of mourning. M-O-U-R-N-I-N-G. Mourning is what I have been. M-O-U-R-N-I-N-G. With a U. And someone's got to mourn for the people here. Someone's got to mourn for the failure of humanity here. Someone's got to acknowledge that it's never going back to the way it was. It's something died here. And uh, I believe it died when they launched the, uh, the virus. Um, I think they're going to have a new normal, whatever that's going to be. But it will become more and more codified, more and more regulated, more and more controlled. To, to, you know what I mean? So people that are, again, have other reasons, special, special needs, you, you know, handicapped in some way, uh, elderly, people that don't quite fit in the paradigm, they're not going to be nice to. Even if you have a valid excuse, you know, I can't take the shot because I'm, you know, I have an autoimmune condition, autoimmune, it'll, it'll jack that up and that could kill me. Yep. get down to business now. The new pod, I forget what the new one's called. It's, it's, it'll be a speaker production. And uh, it, uh, you know, I just think we, we warned about this for a long time, right? That this was going to kind of come to a, you know, not an inflection. There's This is beyond an, inf- an inflection point. <laughs> anyway, so we talked about that. Hmm? Oh, I don't know if it'll stay that. I got it listed here. Um, podcast, if you go to Spreaker, you'll find it. Journeys Through Chaos and Bliss. It'll be my continued journey uh in this situation and what i you know one of the things i want to do and i like was thinking about writing about a little boy you know who kind of like he he he's an orphan he um you know he he he, uh, uh something happens to his parents his parents get killed and he he lives in the kind of the crevices of the fallen los angeles which has become from what i understand of well from my old friends i mean that was i was born there at saint vincent's hospital 
I was born. That's in. I think that was in the Mid Wilshire area. I'm not sure where it was actually, but it's. I think it was along Wilshire somewhere, maybe Mid Wilshire, maybe further toward downtown, but St. Vincent's Hospital. And uh, I was, you know, I had a sheltered kind of life in the beginning, and um, you know, in uh, in Los Angeles. Um, I remember that when we would have lots of. Uh, play baseball, different things, you know. I remember the, the, the smog from the cars would get in your lungs. I remember how that got, actually did improve through the EPA. Something actually went right, you know, and the, the smog was handled. But it, uh, and then grew up, of course, I grew up loving the movies. You know, that was kind of like the only time my dad, my brother, and I could get together and be in the same, We, you know, we're so dysfunctional, though, we couldn't even sit in the same, like he would sit on an aisle down this way, Rick, my brother, he'd sit over here on, on the other aisle, the opposite, and I'd sit over on another. Each one of us had an aisle seat because we didn't want to fight over the aisle, so each one took a different aisle, so we didn't sit together. <laughs> but uh, make no mistake, that was as close as it could get to, to human comfort, human human closeness. And, um, you know, so I cherish those. Well, we had this tradition that, like, on the thanksgiving was it thanksgiving day thanksgiving day movie yeah things like that you know christmas day movie oh yeah that was a great day to go to a movie christmas day yep um uh oh that was great you know and and you know with the technology getting better and bigger screens and yeah the national i remember when the exorcist played at the national theater in westwood and there was a line i went all the way around the entire village and it's it's at where UCLA is, and uh, God, that was a good movie, wasn't it? Yeah, the the guys that make this thirty. If you want something like that, a little bit of a uh, some really high quality. Now it's in the kind of horror realm a little bit, but it's uh, called Thirty Coins. It's in Spanish with English subtitles, but forget that the subtitles go by really fast because they talk really fast sometimes. But, um, you know, you can catch it. You know, you don't, you know, you, you catch on after a while. But, uh, yeah, we used to love, love that this time of year, too, you know, getting back and, uh, oh, I don't know, looking forward to something like the Super Bowl. I mean, remember all the kind of uh, festivals and things that were out there, distractions, admittedly. And then I remember living in, you know, the canyons of L.A. I remember living in... Uh, at the the beach, the canyons, the the I preferred the canyons, kind of you know, like that. I really used to love the uh, the the rains that would come in the spring, and then how many of these plants and how green the canyons would get. And of course, they would burn in the fall. But uh, you know, I enjoyed that in the Santa Ana winds, and you know, of course, the uh, the beach. The ocean was always cold, you know, even down in San Diego. But I used to like that whole thing between L.A. and San Diego and then different places of L.A., going to different theaters, concerts, just different kinds of things as we all were trying to find our way. But And and then, of course, the New Age came in, and I remember everyone flocking to the Bodhi tree for tea and, you know, books on, you know, Buddhism and uh, thisism and thatism and, you know, having all these people try to go east, joining ashrams and getting initiated into different cults and things. Easy to do in L.A., but uh, none of that stuck with me as I kept searching for, uh, I kept searching for the truth. 
just being friends with people, you know, just having people that, that could be, would, oh, here's some, you know. Anyway, here's some scriptures. So for those that say I don't do scriptures, um, a few scriptures for comfort. And the God of all grace called you to his eternal glory, glory in Christ, after you have suffered a little while, will himself restore you and make you strong, firm, and steadfast. Now, as far as this podcast today, kind of going over the ills of the world and sorrows of the world, that scripture should be burned into our brains and hearts. And the God of all grace, right? He does it, not us. It's his, it's his grace. He gives us, we need grace, so we're not getting out of here. Who called you to his eternal glory in Christ. So that means eternity. Eternity. After you have suffered a little while, i.e. your life on earth, will himself restore you and make you strong, firm, and steadfast. And that's that's what I see uh, happening right now. I, I see this as a prophetic scripture. It's, it's 1 Peter 5.10. This becomes a, a prophetic scripture. Because to, to go forward from here, we need to be... Um, Restored, obviously, to to where we were before this happened. I just call it this now. I don't say what what happened. This, T H I S period. This happened. That's all you need to know, right? And you know what I mean. Okay. Will Himself restore and make you strong? So restore us to the kind of strength and joie de vivre we had, right? Excitement for life, enthusiasm, energy. Even socializing, anything. It's, it's become so difficult now. Uh, firm and steadfast. That is, you know, you're steadfast with these further slings and arrows from the enemy. That you're, you're going to be firm and steadfast. You're going to be strong like you were. But, uh, you know, but you'll also be restored like Job. Strong and steadfast. And, and, you know, though the world may be not in any kind of victory, you will experience victory in the world, but it won't be your victory, it'll be the Lord. You'll know it's the Almighty's victory, giving you victory. And I've noticed the same thing, you know? There's some of us who have actually started businesses during this pandemic. Hello, I'm one. And uh, I just give it to God. I've got to give it to God, because otherwise I'm going to just, um, I'm not going to make it. I have to give it to God. I'm like, Lord, you inspired me to do this, so... uh I'm just going to give it to you in Jesus' name. Lord, just please guide me. What's the next step? I'll do whatever, or nothing. I'll just sit here, or just give it all up and just, whatever you want. I just need to be with you. Okay. We remember before our God and Father, your work produced by faith, your labor prompted by love, and your endurance inspired by hope in our Lord Jesus Christ. Right? Right? that we, we, we have perseverance because of our faith. And how do we get that strength of perseverance? It's called faith. But where does that come from? He gives it to us if we can receive it. If I could produce faith, folks, I would dial it up right now and produce 100,000 tons of faith for myself because I know then I could move mountains and trees and rocks. And But... Um, 
Now, you may be different, and those of you who want to become politicians, please, if you're doing it because the Lord's giving you unction, please, by all means, do it. If you want to have kids because the Lord's saying, you must have kids now, you do it. You don't listen to me. I'm, I'm not just my opinion. I'm saying give everything to God, you, me, everybody. Give it to the Lord first. First, God first, 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 first. Don't blink, God. Then if you have to blink, blink. But usually, give it to God first, you won't have to. I pray, and that earlier one was Colossians one i I'm going to get down here to, uh, let's see if I can get some, uh, okay. But those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on, I know you've heard this a million times. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. That's what I'm interested in. And they will walk and not be faint. Right, we're not fainting from the things we see. If this is another, um, you know, collapse of civilization, whatever, there's been tons, a lot of this has happened before we even got here. That's Isaiah 40, 31, then Jeremiah 29, 11. Uh, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. There's a future. I don't know how long it is, but the future is you do what the Lord has for you to do here, and then you go, then you go, then you get out of here, and you're not coming back. You don't go to prison. You don't get recycled. You're going to be with the Lord. And that, that I do know that there's a, a missing thing where a lot of the New Agers think, you know, you just keep reincarnating. And, you know, to me, that's a very painful uh, idea. It, it also speaks of failure. In other words, suffering begets more suffering. There's got to be a better solution than that. I don't think God would bring you this far if there was no solution. Okay, if you can, said Jesus, everything is possible for one who believes. And my belief is certainly not shaken by any of the things I've seen. Because nothing that I've seen is any different from the collapses of other things I've seen or read about in the Bible or other books. And, you know, there's all kinds of like government upheavals and empires coming down and from Asia to Europe to America, all over the place. Things rise up and then they fall down. When they fall down, it can be very chaotic and very scary for people. Being confident in this, that he who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. Now, this is extremely important. That, you know, I often say, well, of course, I started a business here because I have a, a, you know, a film company or, you know, and we have projects and ideas and things we want to carry forth in the future. The only thing I can do about it is I can say that, uh, that I can say with 100% certainty that that whole thing was created by the Lord. 100% certainty that was given unction. It was tested and tested and tried and tried and tested and tested over and over again. I mean, until we were exhausted because if you don't want, you know, fine, I don't have to do it. You know what I mean? It's like, I'll cut and run. I'd, No, the Lord sometimes will have something very challenging or seemingly impossible during a time of famine, a time of, uh, of, uh, you know, disease and a time of, uh, uh, you know, unrest as we have today. 
and make it succeed to show you that with the Lord's way, none of that stuff matters. Um, but God will never forget the needy, the hope of the afflicted. He will, will, will never perish. They'll always have hope, even with this lockdowns and these proposed starvation that's, you know, like I say, it's, it's, there are good people out there that are trying to prevent it and trying to feed the people before they starve to death. Um, and I think the, the, the globalists counted on them starving already and being dead, but I don't think they're getting their quotas the way they, they had thought. And even if the people are taken, again, they're going, they're going to go with the Lord, right? Because the, if you're the downtrodden in this world and they're, and they're cutting off your food supply and you can't, I mean, unless you're just an unrepentant, wicked sorcerer or something, you're going to go with, you know, you're going to give it up to the Lord. You're going to finally go, I give up. God, do what you will with me. <laughs> May your unfailing love be with us, Lord, even as we put our hope in you. Um, I wait for the Lord. My whole being waits. And in his word, I put my hope, Psalm 135. And hope does not uh, put us to shame because God's love has been poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. That's right. You're a follower of Jesus. You have the Holy Spirit. You've been baptized by fire. You know things other people don't know. You know prophecies. You know, you know, part of the sorrow that we have is that we, those of us who can see, have more sorrow because you can see what's behind the darkness of the of of, of all things. The, the darkness is behind it all. You don't see like a kind of a fifty fifty light and dark. It's it's just, you you see into a thing. You see the depths of Satan. You see the kind of people that have given their lives to Satan. And they, they, the way they work it out, they say, well, without, you know, again, beginning with Judas, without Judas, we wouldn't have Jesus. So Judas is good. And then they justify themselves. You see what I mean? It's a point the church could have taken this, 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 this stance, the uh, Catholic church, they could have taken this stance. Um, so why would God allow evil to be in the world? Well, without evil, you wouldn't have good. So therefore, evil is good. You know, that's the logic they operate on. Seriously. They, 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 oh man. Um, many are saying of me, God will not deliver him. But you, Lord, are a shield around me, my glory, the one uh, who lifts my head high. I call out to the Lord and he answers me from his holy mountain. I lie down and sleep. I wake again because the Lord sustains me. I will not fear through tens of thousands. I'm, I'm sorry. I will not fear though tens of thousands assail me on every side. And of course, you understand that's David crying out uh, through Psalm 3. And, uh, and just to show, and all these people, David included, have been successful in upheavals worse than this. In dangers worse than this. So I figure we can. And uh, I'm not sure what form the, 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 the pod will take. I mean, I'm, like I say, it's probably just to 
in a sense, it's going to be partially like what it is now, a kind of a spiritual journey, you know. I mean, I am I am deferring to the spirit because, you see, when I defer to the spirit, I have joy in my voice. When I recount what's going on and what people are doing to each other here, I, I have sorrow. When I when I think about, you know, the the politics and the political moves, betrayals, the Judas goats, the, the all the things that, that seem to happen. I um I can't dwell on that, so I'm, I'm going on a kind of a journey away from. I mean, I, I admit those things are there. Yeah, the politics are there, uh, but I have to look at it in terms of the world, in terms of other countries. You know, Canada, Europe, Asia, you know, Africa, South America, et cetera, et cetera. I have to look at it through the lens of the globe and humanity as a humanity because God's dealing with us as humanity, you know what I mean, not countries. And he does deal with countries too, but it's it's really not the same now with Jesus as it was, say, before. You know, it's not exactly the same with these big empires as it is, you know, now. It's it's really, in a sense, about reaching that individual, connecting those heart, hearts to the passion, you know. The Lord has a special passion for each one of us individually, and only we can fulfill that passion the Lord has for us. Uh, another person wouldn't do for the Lord's passion for me. It's for me. And the same thing for you. I don't know what he would do to get another person like you that would fulfill that passion that he had when he made you. But it's you he wants, and only you can do, will do. And that's the spirit that's calling you away from all this work. How many of you are tired of going around and around and around and around with this, with this crazy-making of... Uh, you know, the, 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 the politics of the FBI, the people, the censorship and all the, you know, big tech and all the things everyone's going through. How many are sick, feel like you're in a rut? A lot, right? Almost everybody, right? And how many of you would love a chance to breathe again? How many of you would love a chance to, to feel like you felt before any of this happened? To, to feel like you, the, your, your toes tingling in a, in, a, in a creek as it thaws for the, uh, for the spring? How many of you would like to have that again? How many of you would like to remember how the memories that you have now would to create new memories that will take the place of those rather than just remembering the old? How many of you would like to stop holding your breath during this thing, hoping it all returns to normal? And, and you know, how many of you would like to just go with the present time rather than worrying about the future or what happened or worrying who's behind it or what, what, what's going to happen? How many of you would like to trust that the Lord will handle it and you're just going to follow him? Everybody wants that. Come on, get that hand up. Everybody, seriously. And what kind of person then would that be in the world? Selfish? Not caring about the political rally? Getting America back on track, all that stuff? Would they not care? No. That is a person that follows the Lord that says, Lord, wherever you want to stick me, fine. Some may be stuck in the realm of being a politician to, to try to fix some of the corruption. Yeah, absolutely. It's not me, but it could be you. See, that's the thing that's so different. There's no big, broad statement you can make about it, except that, you know, it sucks. You know, it, it really sucks being here at this point with, with such... Um... Oh, I just think that uh, a lot of people have seen through the facade lately. And 
you know, there's, I didn't realize there were that many people that they can see through the facade, but they keep the facade going. That category of human, oh man, in this country, it's almost the majority. I, I didn't think we had that many who knew what was up spiritually, but then acted like they didn't know anything. They played dumb to go along with, you know, writing this out the way they can. I mean, especially like in, oh, the, one of the funny things, I was just thinking of Isaac Cappy. Remember Isaac Cappy? He was, uh, you know, some say he was suicided in Albuquerque. Others say he just jumped off a, he just jumped off this bridge onto the cars. I, It just seemed like a horrible way to go, huh? A horrible, I, I didn't know much about him. I just knew that he was on this Tom Hanks thing. That you know somehow and something. There was a couple of women too. I, I don't know their names because I just sort of, again, I tuned out of that whole thing when it all started becoming LARPy and soap opera-ish and and you know and and and, and psyopy. You know what I mean? I'm just like, uh, I, I, you know, the people they ruin everything they touch, right? They ruin, you know. Uh, I sometimes thought that the guy was an opportunist, just a, you know, would be kind of a character actor, had a few little roles and things not anything too significant yeah didn't make any money out of hollywood uh but but he knew people you know he was kind of in the uh you know the, the young in crowd of his age and um but he was kind of losing steam because again he wasn't really wanted so i thought well he's got a, a reason to want to make stuff up and you know embellish and, and all that so i i couldn't tell well i didn't pay much time to it you know i wasn't that was not going to be my it was Phil Schneider. I'm sorry. It was not John Schneider. Phil Schneider. Phil. Phil. I, I'm sorry. I didn't have that right earlier. Phil Schneider, not John, uh, is the guy that uh, apparently committed suicide by tying some kind of a catheter around his neck. Um, you know, killed, uh, or some people think it was uh, suicided. Uh, but he was the one that had the information on the Dulce base here in New Mexico, which is just up to the north part of our state. And Trish and I have been there a few times to the Archuleta Mesa, and uh, we've driven around back there, and uh, it's weird back there. Yeah, you get off the road, and you drive around, you drive around right in front. You can go, you can go up the uh, mesa to a certain level, not not all the way up to the uh, where there's a few satellites up there. Phil Schneider, yeah. Um, the Philadelphia Experiment's very interesting to me. In fact, I need to send this to to Larry, our director, that uh, of our you know of Girl Next. I've got to send this to him because there's a lot of information about the uh, the quantum the quantum aspect of uh, of life. You know, quantum is is you know we use that term to kind of explain this this uh, this this other world that we're not privy to. Believe me, it wouldn't be called quantum if we were let out of prison. <laughs> There'd be another name. <laughs> because it wouldn't be quantum anymore, right? Yeah, it gives you an idea where you go after death, really. It, you know, but do people get recycled? It's it's driving people mad, but it's it's a good madness. You know, it's good it's something that I can get into and, and really, you know, kind of enjoy. But you know, how many would uh like to be an inspiration to others during this uh during this time of pandemic and hopelessness would like to uh you know well uh, you know when i say time of hopelessness i'm including the future 
you know, the, the, the near future that comes of just, you, you know, they're, they'll be saying that we're an emergency and, you know, that Trump ruined everything. And so we got to really clamp down with taxes and nobody can go anywhere. No one can do anything. And, you know, people being thrown out of work. And it just, it, it's just a, not a, it's a very tough time for people right now because there just isn't any certainty. And then for the small business owners, a lot of them are getting new business going. Oh, God bless them. They, of course, they're going to start a new business. Why wouldn't they? They're business people. That's what they do. They want to have a little store in the corner. They want to do something. So they're going to change their outlook and say, well, what's post-COVID? Batteries, Frankie, batteries. <laughs> batteries are post-COVID. So what I want to do is a, a you know, I guess a kind of a blog about coping with the situation. And I, I might, you know, tie it in with this. Uh, probably not tie it in with the writing of this um book project I'm thinking of. This is this is just a you know, for my own edification. I need to explore this realm of Los Angeles's, you know, kind of like in a in a post apocalypse you know, a dystopian LA of perhaps uh you know, the infrastructure, you know, run down by a war, a civil war or something and and what you know, how this kid sort of goes through the whole thing and how he copes with it, you know. He's hiding in the crevices, hiding under the broken down overpasses and, and uh, you know, just hiding out in the cracks of the city. And, you know, eventually for him, you know, finding a a new sunshine, finding a new place, you know, is, is like what they all dream about. He meets other kids his age, you know, and they form a little, you know, pack and they're trying to look for a, a better day and some way of surviving and, you know, maybe eventually they find their, their paradise. Uh, they're looking for, just like people today are looking at, how can I get out of here? Can I, can I go live on an island somewhere? And the answer is, well, they, they own all the islands. They own everything. This is a prison. You, they, there's nowhere to go. They, the, all, it's all gated in. They own everything. They own, they think they own us. And maybe they do, unless the blood of Jesus sets you free by your free will. You get to make that choice. That that's that that means it's not completely hell, obviously, but we're getting a little glimpse of it, aren't we? So that's the kind of thing I want to talk about about things like that and stories like that, and it maybe it and healing. You know, I feel I have a gift in. Uh, you know, prophetic healing, and I have, and I, I don't use it really consciously, but because um, you know, it doesn't really, it, it works when you're not really calling attention to it. It's funny, it just sort of happens, and um, you know, I've, most notably happens with people that uh, it's ironic. It happens with people who are suicidal that don't commit suicide, then they find a better, another track in their lives. Yeah, there's another track waiting for you. If you commit suicide, you all, you obviously you set yourself with them, with the people you hate, you know, that you don't like. And it's just it's you can't do it. You have to go on and keep suffering. It's the only way that you could actually then you'll realize at some point, just like go read Job again, you'll realize at some point that uh this is a, a test you're going through and the Lord cares for you very much, and and uh, you know that. Uh, but you have the free will to go do it. But it's just it's want to give you the spiritual consequences that be, your life becomes negated as if you never lived at all, 
And it's a very, it, it, if you think you're getting angry at somebody that you're going to you know, get their attention, uh, you're not because it just, you know, there'll be somebody else to take your place and it'll just be, you know, too bad. Not every, you know, not every stock of, of, you know, bean stock comes up and, you know, say la vie. And, you know, it, it's, it's you that loses, you know, the, the, the act causes you to lose, causes you to lose it all. Even if it looks like there is no hope whatsoever, it's just pure blackness. Hope based on what? How about, Lord, please guide me through this. I don't know what this is. Versus I'm taking the law into my own hands. Lord, you don't care about me. Boom, you know, wrong, wrong, big setback. And if, you know, you would live to regret it maybe in another life. Maybe that's why we wind up here because we're, we're, we're maybe we killed ourselves. I'm not saying it's beyond my potentiality. Maybe I died when I was in that coma and they said my heart stopped for two weeks, for 20, uh, 20 minutes or something, some ridiculously long period of time. And uh, and then when I when I made it through that, they they kind of backed off. They thought that God made me live because you know no one can live through that many phenobarbital pills and uh, and acid and everything else they gave me uh, to get me to take the phenobarbital, using LSD and other things to convince me that I should kill myself. You know, and uh, I actually met the guy that ran the uh, assignment on me. That music teacher had been a one, you know, had been a, a, a would-be composer in Los Angeles, had composed a couple or co- co-composed a few things. Actually met the guy. Gave the, a Bible. Yeah, I gave him a Bible. I gave him a glass of wine, and then he figured out who I was. And he got freaked out. And he, he ran. He ran away. The odds on that would be hundreds of trillions uh, to one, or impo- there would be no odds in meeting that person. At the end of his life. No way. But you see, God brings all things around. Just like, okay, you know, I was in the program. And so what they were doing is they were suiciding me, okay, uh, by having people gang up against me, gang stalking, convincing me there's no future, and then giving me, you know, the means and telling me actually in a, you know, pretty much instructing me to do it without without putting the pills down my throat. They just set it up so that I would do it. And, you know, when it was time to give me phenobarbital, they had a clean phenobarbital, you know, you know, those plastic jars from the pharmacy, like right from the pharmacy. Like you couldn't get something like that unless you were really connected, right, unless it was really illegal. So that was a hit. And uh, the guy obviously regretted it because he went running back to his home home state of Colorado, running back there, running. He just ran, he had three properties in New Mexico. He went running back there because we were right in his face. You tried to kill me when I was 18, but I guess here I am as a, you know, I guess I was in my 40s, late 40s. Here I am, and I forgive you. It freaked him out. He couldn't handle it. He was an Italian guy, made man, right? Assassin, yeah, of course. Cosa Nostra, mafia, yeah, composer. But I mean, you know, 
to to get to be in the music mafia out in L.A., you got to kill a few people. <laughs> so, so, but that was because I was in the program and I saw too much. My mother, yeah, that was Doctor Dietrich. He ran the program. Dietrich is that a German name? He had a German accent. Dietrich. He did not speak English as a first language. He wants to test you to see if you're what you're made of, and then they want to shape you. And if you if you're not coming along and getting the you're not figuring it out, uh, then they have to kill you because you know too much at that point. I've always been in the program, you know. I've been in the program. Oh, I, I was born in the program. <laughs> My brother didn't make it in the program either. Look what they did to him. Sacrificed him at 33 years old, like almost like Jesus. It was like weird that it happened at 33. But he, he, it's funny, you know. He couldn't. He, he was slightly autistic, if you will, Asperger's at the very least, but had a autistic issue, and so. No, no one who is an autistic uh, can get in the program. They, they cannot be programmed. Usually, they don't kill them; they're just derelict. But in this case, he got killed. That'd be two for two. Yeah, both sons targeted. One dead, and one lived. That's pretty hardcore. That that's some mean shit, there, man. To have your really people that you you, know, you do your peers your friends your parents all in on it that's pretty that's that's really bad your significant others people you trusted were all pulling that rosemary's baby shit right and you find out they're all in on it in the end. And they find out there's nowhere to go, nowhere to run, nowhere to hide. Devil's got you by the balls. Oh, yeah. So for those of you who've been in that situation, you're not alone. There are not that many of you, though, that have been in that particular situation. Thank God. So I, what I'm doing is I'm giving you a glimpse of the way that, you know, the decision makers for us, they're in those kinds of societies that, that behave that, that think that way. You know, just like Pelosi could say, uh, Social Security is such a waste. And I know what she meant. I, I heard it. I'll never forget it. And I'm like, did the American public hear that? And the American public certainly did not hear that. Nobody heard it but me. I think she only said it for me. She might have said it psychically, but maybe, maybe, maybe you heard it out there. You heard it? So it wasn't psychic. Could have been psychic, though. And then I knew immediately what she meant. Euthanasia. How? Through medicine, through the medical community. Mm -hmm. You kill those people say it's 75 like uh, Ezekiel Emanuel wants. You get rid of those people at, at 75, you're going to free up, a, oh my God, trillions of dollars that you can't wait to get their hands on it because they're gangsters. You know, they're, they're mafia. She's mafia. 
Now you go, well, how come all the uh, the actors give her passes, you know, all this other stuff? Well, don't think I've forgotten when I brought up Isaac Cappy. I, I just shied away from what I was going to say. No, I didn't just drop the thread. I did, but I'm back on it again. <laughs> you can't count me out. Um, he was talking about Tom Hanks, you know, being a a pedophile. You know, there's other people talking about that too. Now, I don't know. I have no, I'm just talking about what I heard from these people. And then I saw there were films out there about Hanks with these little girls or, you know, with his little girls and dressing up the little girls, trying to win contests. And him and the little girl, he didn't even say he was dad. It was just, a, it was his daughter. I, I don't know. Some, do you know what I'm talking about, Trish or anybody? Saw that footage? It was some kind of contest, like a beauty contest type of thing for a little girl. Does anybody know what I'm talking about, Trish? Yeah. Okay. If you look in Variety today or Hollywood Reporter, which you can get online, I think um, you'll see that uh, uh, the, the news movie, uh, I forgot the, the whole title of it because I'm not really a fan, you know, of films like that. Uh, he, uh, there's a little girl that's in it. And there's an article, I forget whether it was in, uh, there might have been Variety. I, I'm really not sure. It could have been Hollywood Reporter or Variety about how he and the director fell in love with this, this uh, was she a 12-year-old or whatever? I looked at her picture. It was just like, looks exactly like the one he had the beauty contest. And they said he fell in love with her. I, I don't know, I'm not trying to, I'm just sitting there like I'm just reading, you know, and then I put the, because this stuff comes, I, I don't, you know, my feeling is, uh, you know, probably if it is true and it's covered up, the only thing I could say about, you know, the whole pedophile thing is this. The, the tastes that the elites have, what I have witnessed, you know, is that they, they have a predilection for, not they, but some of them are after young people, some after children, and that the society covers that up. And that many of these people are very powerful and they tend to, you know, run the world. But they don't really run the world. We know who really runs it, you know, don't are not human. But anyway, so they, they're, you know, they're usually, you know, honchos and they're allowed to get away with that sort of thing. Plus, they use it to blackmail and, you know, to get people in trouble by having you with an underage person, take a video of it, Epstein Island, yada, yada, yada. We've been through this thing a billion times. Um, if he hasn't, if he isn't in that category, he certainly has been accused a lot by people. And... And, um, you know, like I say, not me, but I mean, I'm, I don't know and I don't care. I just saw that thing in that magazine and I was just like, God, that's weird. You know, it's just one of those fleeting things. You know, I don't know what his politics are. I guess he's like everybody in Hollywood, right? They're all, you know, Democrat, liberal, uh, anti, um, you know, pro-Obama, right? So they'd be pro-Joe, pro 
China, because China pays the bills, so they're pro-China, pro-political correctness, pro-woke. Um, none of that has anything to do with me because I, I don't operate, I'm not involved in nations and politics. And things. I don't care what they do. I, you know what? Look, here's another key. As far as Hollywood celebrities and actors and sports figures and honchos out there and celebrities and everything, they have the right to pursue whatever it is they want to pursue. I, they do it with my blessing. Good for them. I, I don't really care, and I don't want to glom onto it. I'm actually, sorry, I actually brought that up. It was just something I saw in a magazine, and I thought I would relate it to you about, uh, it reminded me of that Cappy guy. Uh, you know, it was like, it was like, you know, it was like, oh my God, you know, it was like that. <laughs> you know, so, it's, you know, but I, I throw it away. You know, I, I don't know why these things come to me. I'm not looking for anything. I'm trying to just get through this with, you know, I can't, I'm not going to prosecute them for whatever it is they're doing. They, there's hundreds and millions of kids killed every year and enslaved. And I, I just can't run after every one. I just have to do what the Lord would have for me to do. As far as the celebrities in Hollywood and all that stuff, let them do their thing. I'm in, you know, uh, you know, I'm in uh, independent film. I've got really little, very little to do with them, except you know, except uh, you know, needing talent. I mean, but other than that, I'm. It's kind of a live and let live. I don't want to know. Uh, I don't want to be at war with 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 uh, with with people everywhere for you know for you know accusing everyone everywhere of everything. I I know people do evil, and I know they do people to they do evil to boost their careers and, and things like that. I um I just you know I I've seen you know the treachery in Washington D.C which to me seems just amazing what they get away with. And what, you know, I don't think that I have anything to do with any of it. Can I just be really on? I don't feel connected to any of this stuff here. You know, I'm not to the point of saying, you know, I feel like the abuse I had as a child, okay, that that was satanic ritual abuse. Okay, I feel like that was, um, that shaped my life. That made me hate my my body, it made me hate, it it, it, uh, it it destroyed my life, I guess. If life is being successful, I guess it kind of destroyed it, you know, from that point of view. But did it stop me? No. And I don't really think about it much anymore. Well, some kids are bored and they're thrown in dumpsters, you know what I mean? And they, you know, they've got to figure a way to live too, me too. I can't keep going back over that stuff, though. You know what I mean? I can't keep, just keep going back over or defining my life as, well, I was targeted. Yes, the, the, the ultimate was when I was like 18. I mean, you know, when you wind up in a coma and your heart stops uh, for 20 minutes in, in a, in a for hospital, you don't know where you are, and it takes you a month before you can walk again, and, you know, and, and it's, it's, you know, and the very people you're talking to about your recovery or the people that did it to you in the first place. Uh, you know, I hope none of you ever find yourself in a situation. I mean, I, I didn't, all I wanted back then was just to play music and, and uh, play the drums and be in a band. And, you know, that's all I wanted to do. I don't want to hurt anybody. It, but see, 
I mean, that's, that's a funny thing. I know it shows the programming. I, like, I hurt someone. It was like, you know, the typical abuser. You made me do this to you. It's so it's your fault. So that's what they, how they justify it. You ruined our lives by not being compliant. So we're going to kill you. And it's your fault. That's how the abusers work, right? I don't want to hit you again, honey, but you know, I told you not to talk about this subject, so I'm going to hit you again. And if you start crying, I'm going to hit you again. I don't want you to cry because that makes me feel bad too. Recognize the pattern? That's the abuser. Okay. That's the spirit behind this world. The whole world. That is the spirit behind this world. I call it the abuser. And that's what we fight. We don't, you know, we fight not against flesh and blood, against, uh, you know, principalities and powers of wickedness in high places. That's what we fight against. And I told you, those fuckers, they're the ones that are always, always messing with me. You know, like I always notice, like when the spiritual warfare started, they try to divide us from friends or, you know, get Trish and I to fight or somebody else or whatever, slow things down. They, they do all kinds of things out there. You don't see the other guy get. But then you wonder if the other guy's sailing through, you got to wonder who greased the, the, the wheels there. Somebody greasing those wheels? Not supposed to be doing that if you're a God-fearing man. You got to put your faith in the Lord. And then if they go fast, cool. You get slowed down, okay. I know, I know. They laugh at people that... Uh, they laugh at they laugh at you. They they think you're just so funny, you know, there with you going as, as slow as a snail, trying to keep toiling in your life to make a, enough to feed some crumbs to your kids while the other ones are in the private schools and going to the beach and going on holidays and going to the prom and Yeah, I understand. It's 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 it's, it's a it's, it's, it means the world is not the USA. It means the world is not France. The world is not Spain, as much as I like Spain now. It's actually thinking of moving to Spain, you know, or Portugal. Yeah, I've had a nice little place on the beach up in Portugal, not far from Nazare, which is where the big waves are in Portugal, but just south of there, uh, on the Atlantic, um, yeah, yeah, a, a beach called Loose Beach, Loose, L-U-Z, Light, Loose, Light, Loose Beach, it's beautiful there, it's a little crispy right now, you know, they've got a nice little right point break, it's not a point break, a little, like a reef, a little rock reef point break off the, to the right, so good for, you know, with a little channel to paddle out in. So it'd be good for, like, a longboarding. Anyway, I uh, I looked at that, like, you know, um, not expecting to ride it. Because I know in Spain and Portugal, like, they really locked the place down. Like, in Spain, we're doing all this work on the film in Spain. And, you know, we're still doing a little bit. I think we're done. We're done with Girl Next, that work. But, boy, that took a long time to get all those effects right. And... uh so our partners are Spanish. So we heard all about Barcelona and what would happen there and, you know, and, and all that. I, I, uh, I, uh, 
still, when you look at the city, say Barcelona, and you see the, uh, you know, the, all the artwork and the, you know, it's just, and it's, you know, Barcelona's on the coast, you know, it's on the beach, right? There's good waves and lots of young people going to the beach, lots of, lots of activity going on, there. lots of people dancing in discos and the whole sort of Euro thing, you know, right there at the beach. And yeah, it's got that, that lifestyle. So that, you know, was a little busy for me. So I'm thinking Portugal and, uh, or maybe the south of south, further south in Spain, you know, than 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 there, or maybe a little bit inland, or. But yeah, I think about Spain, Italy. They're saying most people that are expatriates that go to uh, to to Spain, settle in Madrid. Madrid is the place of choice, or Barcelona. Barcelona is on the coast. Madrid is more inland. But yeah, Madrid is where a lot of people settle, and they're happy there. You know, it's, it's, what's not to be? There's lots of wine. There's like I can see red wine, you know, very much a red wine and light light food and uh, uh, lots of uh, flamenco guitar. And who knows? I mean, you know, there's just something about uh, Spain that seems very appealing right now, and uh, maybe it's all the castles that are there. I I don't know. I, I just. You know, I'm thinking, you know, at the same time, I'm thinking, you know, those lockdowns, like I say, with Spain, they really, they're just brutal. There's, you know, martial law lockdowns. <laughs> I don't know if they're they're coming out now again, but they're, they're, they're on, they're off, they're on, they're on. You know, it's it's crazy. But they don't, you know, Sp- Spain doesn't run Spain. You know, the government of Spain does not run Spain. It's, you know, these other assholes that do. And they're the ones that call the lockdowns, not Spain. Not the, it's not the who... It's not the um, you know not the CDC over here. It's not the uh, the Vatican as much you know. It's uh, there's a a group of people that uh, have the authority to uh, lock down the whole world if they want or kill everybody. I mean they just they have unlimited authority, and the people of these countries have to have to obey. Well, if they don't, they wind up either fired or dead. So. They when they call they obey lock it down they go yes sir lock it down they don't make any they, they no there's no protestation they just lock it down and it, it you know it, I think a lot of this is exacerbated by the fact these people are feeling like they're out of control like something you know there's something they're trying to get control of and what I think it is is they're trying to stop people from awakening the awakening goes beyond just like governments and things like that, you know, which is ugly. It goes into other areas. Spirituality, prophecy, yeah, sure. Healings, but also the supernatural, other dimensions, uh, beings, angels, demons, uh, uh, various beings, uh, you know, UFOs, all because they really call the shots. I mean, ultimately, that, that other realm calls the shots. It tells these people here what to do. And then they do it. <laughs> you know, one of the one of the levers they have is this: if you kill all humanity, like kill seven billion people, I will give you the the the, the starship. You can go as far as you want out there, and I'll make it so you can live for you know three thousand years. That's what they're looking at. 
They think that means total freedom. Get out of here, go to the stars, live forever, you know, as, as you know, and, and, and everything's cool. Well, the beings from the, you know, the, 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 we'll learn soon enough what the stars are. Some people think it's that's all that up there is underwater. And that's I'm I'm not I'm not opposed to anything I'm I'm fine I just know that the that I need to be out of geopolitics I need to be out of uh, this this heartbreaking thing of the you know of, of uh, you know when when it gets to the point where people do something right in, in in front of your face and then you know the highest court of the land say that didn't happen or when you have you know this false flag of the capital that people go that didn't happen or or you know whatever it is that they don't want they say that didn't happen and then there's and then, but that's not the scary thing it's when you see half the country agree and nod their head even if they saw what happened they say yes that didn't happen like say voter fraud or something well there's always been voter fraud come on there's always been the same amount of cheating you know, they decide or a Republican gets to be president, a Democrat. How do you think they do it back and forth like that? They cheat. You know, the difference was at this time, you know, they had to cheat so much because of how popular Trump was. It became a, you know, it went over the top. But now the answer is, if you say there was any kind of irregularity, you're a white supremacist. And that, that's it. They just, that's it, white supremacist, evil. We're going to take away your credit cards and your bank account. We're going to take away, isolate you. Uh, you know, you need to go do hard labor. That's where we're at. So I can think of nothing better than to drop out because I don't care. I mean, I, I care, but I, at some point, I got to say, you know what? They made the choice. No, I'm not going to be. I don't recommend any marching at any capitals or anything like that. Of course not. You know, as if that's going to do something. That's going to do nothing. The, the issue is, it's well beyond that. It's, it's the whole world. It's the world system of Satan. And it's the world system that's been there for eons. No one's going to, no one can make war with that beast. It's not like two sides in a country somewhere and they're going to square off. Yeah, it's corrupt. It's very corrupt. So, uh, you know, you do what you can do. If you think politics is a way to solve problems, go ahead and keep going. You know, I'm not saying no. I'm saying where I'm going, I'm gone. And that's the thing that's happened to me since the last time I was here. And then I predicted about Biden. Of course, I never heard the end of that. So a lot of people, they kept telling me, oh, this is going to happen. I said, I already stated what I stated. I already said what I said. And I know that people hate accuracy. I know they don't want, you know, I mean, you know, we had uh, Brother Thomas on, and I, I always challenged him. He always said the communists would end up winning. America would fall. And the patriots will hold out, but they'll lose. And no one wanted to hear that. I, I had him on for years back in the, around 2005. Yeah. It's okay. No, never mind that. I mean, the point is, is that, uh, you know, people still tend to hear what they want to hear. The, this QAnon thing, we had debunked it and put it down and threw it out in 
when we first heard about it in 2017 at the uh, the massacre in Vegas, remember? Then QAnon popped up and people were confronting me saying, I missed the boat. Z, you missed the boat. We have a new future, a new thing. And, and you know, you haven't heard. I mean, and I said, I have heard. I reject it. And to this day, I had people on social media. I didn't leave social media because of Zuckerberg. I left because of people that kept putting this this Q stuff in my face. I'm like, wait, you know, the, these people that keep saying, you know, you, you, I, you know, I, I have to live, my God, man. I, I have to think I got to breathe. I can't have people putting propaganda constantly on me. I, when, it, when, you know, now I don't know if they're friends or not. I don't know who they are. I met them on Facebook. I don't know what they want. But it seems like they want everyone to have this sense of, you know, that everything's going to take, be taken care of and we're going to take back the blah, 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 the government. We're going to have the rule by the Constitution and the rule of law and everything is going to be peaches and cream. I mean, people believe that even now. I, 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 you know, I don't know what to make of it, but they want to know, well, what do you think of Mike Lindell going to the Capitol and going to Trump and leaving with notes about insurrection acts and things? I, I, as far as I know, it's going to be, a, you know, probably a, 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 an underwhelming event with, with Biden. He's going to be sworn in and, you know, it'll probably be a virtual thing. And, you know, maybe it'll calm down. I don't know. Uh, what I predicted was he would get in and it's not going to be a lot of problems. You know, it's, you know, whatever. But uh, I, I just, uh, you know, I don't get it. I I don't get I think a lot of, of, well, my, back then I thought QAnon was, was just some kind of fake thing. I didn't know it was, D, you know, that it was DOD. I didn't know it was like CIA. I mean, I thought it might have been something. I, I didn't realize that it was professional until later on. And now, of course, it looks like it's totally professional. And the whole point is, is to psyop people into, uh, doing the wrong thing, and then getting, of course, their asses kicked. That's called a, uh, a psyop and a false flag. I, I don't, again, what does that have to do with anything? You know, nations rise and fall all the time. They get conflicts all the time. People rise up and, and, and riot the street, you know? Okay, they're going to riot in the street. They do so in Italy. They do so in uh, France in the hopes that they'll change things. Usually it doesn't. But yeah, they get out in the street, and it. But the life goes on. My main objection to QAnon and all that was that back then it was untrue, and they kept saying there's forty billion indictments and a billion indictments and indictments for everybody, and so and so is in Gitmo, and and all these people have got ankle bracelets, you know. And you you look at it, people become fanatics, you know what I mean, and then you know and. Uh, they they think that everything is going to be fine. I don't know. I I I'm just sitting here, and probably you know I, that's one of the reasons I think this is kind of coming to an end because this was not my main purpose in in podcasting was to talk about this stuff. Back then, the world was still a very tempestuous place, but most of our fighting was being done overseas. Now it looks like we brought it back here. I guess one thing we can conclude from all this is that fighting is going to go on. But I, you know, it's, it, it, 
you know, if they put Biden in, they take Trump out, or they they try to make Trump into a, a villain or a hero. There's a lot of people that have spent all their lives caught up in that. I got a. I was in the sun yesterday. No, that's the end of that topic. I I could skew it on. No. The sun was beautiful yesterday. I got really pretty baked. And today is another great day for sun, you know. And they tell me, I got into it because they say for the uh, the virus, it, it, even as hard as it is, it's, it, I guess it's easy to get. Most people don't have symptoms. But if you have a lot of, of D3, D, vitamin D sun, it's a good way to stave it off. It's a good way to stave it off. Yeah, I used to love the sun. I remember when I was like really a surfaholic. I would just surf every day. And, you know, during those times, I didn't know anything about what was going on with the government or with the, you know, the Cold War, anything. All I knew was the waves. And that was a good place to be. And with that, with that, I think we've had a good long run here and we're going to continue like I said I'm I, I'm not sure the form it's going to take but something's going to happen something's going to change change is you know I like change I think it's time for a change I think you know we've had enough of what you might call a uh, uh, we've had enough of what you might call a uh, upheaval to where I think things have to change and we'll be for the better. We've had enough of an upheaval to where I would have to say, um, a little bit of a reset's required. Because, like I say, I don't, I, I don't plan on you know going through and and just basically, um, you know, having this sort of. crazy uh, being all about everybody that's done something wrong and wanting to go after them all. I just can't, you know, I've, I've, I've got my own way of dealing with that. I'm going to deal with that. But, I mean, just like having a podcast every day about about people doing everything wrong. I mean, I'm, I'm sure that... Uh, most of the people that you know, they're talking about are people that have uh, that are you know pretty much above the law, and you know, obviously, though they're not even high enough though to call the shots in these lockdowns. They're still not high enough. The above the law crowd, nope, still not high enough. But um, you know, and, and if it gets to be a problem, I think you know, and the problem is sorrow. Uh, well, let me just name the problems. Okay, ill health, sorrow, you know, drunkenness, um, more sorrow, upset, a feeling of death, a feeling of overwhelm, more sorrow, 
You know, when it gets to be like that, it's time for a change. Well, no, no one's Superman. I'm not Superman. I can't, you know, I'm not, not going to look at it. As far as, you know, Hollywood is concerned, the funny thing, if I make a film, I'm going to have to show it to Hollywood. <laughs> so there's, I'm not going to, that's not my issue of going after, I'm going to bust them all out there. And I got Weinstein and he went down and I'm going to get them all. I'm not, this is not my mission in life. I went out there, I was abused by it all and, uh, I was definitely in their program, and um, you know I'm here now. But I mean, I've got to go on. Well, how about you know some joy, some sense of purpose, some life, some ability to breathe? I had a friend call here the other day, and you know, an old friend. He just couldn't believe what was going on, and he just he couldn't breathe. I said, "Please breathe, breathe, brother, br- breathe, brother, breathe." It's all right. You're going to, um, it's going to be okay. So I think we just put it in God's hands, but I, 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 we'll see what we're going to do with that uh, next uh, pod, but it's, it's, it may change title. It may, you know, just check back to see if it's there. Maybe it'll help. My goal, though, is to, um, you know, the Lord gave, I know this sounds really cliched, but the Lord gave me a word two nights ago. I told Trish yesterday, or like, you know, today, that if my joy is stolen, I'm not following the Lord. It, don't let them steal your joy, meaning, you know, Satan is minions, aliens, humans, bad humans, whatever. Don't let them steal your joy. There are many people broken and just cry on the side of their, oh, aren't you a good saint? You're crying all day. Oh, great. If that's what's happening, then that's not the right line of work for you to be in because you have to live here. So with that, I bid you shalom. God bless each and every one. And <laughs> no matter what I do, they keep going. All right, here you go. Here's a funny tune. Why did they make it so difficult? Can you not see well, that? Well, that's better now. There must be some way out of this. It's better now. It's much better now. It's better now. It's much better now.
solitary confinement is not meant for me. The thorazine and all the medication made me into a zombie. I don't know if I'll ever get over it. I use my psychic power to track you down. And I tracked you down. I tracked you down. I'd settle the school. 